And you're just over here like, I'm sorry, I have to pay for your food. Cough up those puppy pictures. Your pictures? <laughs> How much do puppy pictures cost? I don't know. He's technically not a puppy anymore. That's but fair. he needs to start working on that um only paws account. Is that a thing? He can join my OnlyFans. You were supposed fangs. to make it a thing. Right, I forgot. We talked about this. You let us down. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I almost died this week, so there's that. I'm sorry? <laughs> well, I had a very bad health scare, which was very fun. Um, I think I'm okay, as far as the doctor told me, as long as it doesn't get any worse. But remember last week I was complaining there was like a spot in my eye? Yeah. Uh, turns out, yeah, so like I was like, I'm going to the doctor tomorrow because there's a spot in my eye. Um. Turns out I had hemorrhaged into my eye. Good and the first job. doctor I went to was like, you need to go to a specialist like now. Uh, and I was like, yeah. really? And I was like, I, I, you know, okay, okay. So I made an appointment for the next day, but I'm like, like the entire night I'm panicking. Like I have no idea what's going to happen. I am like terrified. Stop touching your eye. It's this one. I don't care. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> um. But then, uh, yeah, I went to the doctor and they were like, oh, yeah, that happens. Uh, just, uh, you know, watch it. And um, it'll like, it as long as it doesn't get any worse, it'll subside in three to four weeks. Good so. job. How hard were you straining your eyes that you hemorrhaged? I don't know. It could be caused by a number of things, mm. like any Take sort of stress. Could be taking a poop. Could be, you know, helping my well, dad. yes, that is actually. That's why I said it. Uh, uh, like people, people make jokes about like you could strain is, something. You could actually strain something from trying to shit too hard. That, yeah. This is why you need to have water. It's true. I drink a lot of water. You need to have water. You need to have fiber. And also, like, forget your water. friends making fun of you for taking a long time in the bathroom. If you need to poop, like, take your time, please. Are you kidding me? I take a long time in, in the bathroom, even when I have friends over, just to, to relax. Like this is a lot of people talking. <laughs> people. Well, I mean, listen, pooping is 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 a wonderful thing, and I really hope I didn't ruin it. But as long as it doesn't get any worse, I'll be okay. Hey, I have ice cream. Don't ruin this for me now. What? What is ice cream? I mean, listen, I you know we're still talking about pooping. <laughs> okay, all right, no more poop talk. I'm sorry. Why are you making that face? I, I, no, for a second there, I was like, did you become lactose intolerant? And I don't know. Like, is that, <laughs> that the connective tissue? Thankfully, I haven't gotten that curse. Sorry for oh. everyone else. <laughs> I, I'm telling yeah. every lactose intolerant person I know. Just, no, I'll risk it all. <laughs> just... Listen, there are, there are certain things, namely cheese and ice cream, that are worth pooping. Like, I, I don't know what else to tell you. I if I need to take a painful oop to eat uh, poop, uh, oop. If I need to take a painful poop to eat my body weight in cheese, I'll do it. Cheese is delicious. Is your jaw okay, Knight? That was brain freeze. Oh. <laughs> what kind of what kind of McFlurry did you get? Where is it? M&M. Nice. You know, I'm having a hashtag uh, not sponsored, but like, you know what? I'm hey, desperate for food. You know, McDonald's. this just <laughs> just this just made me um have a uh, a memory. Okay. Oh. I'm sure I texted Celeste about this. Actually, Crystal. Actually, I probably messaged her on Facebook. Remember that time I choked on Eminem and it was stuck in my throat? What the fuck? <laughs> All right, now the story. Knight's got a lot of stories of where she's almost choked. Yes. But yes, right. I, I do vaguely remember this. I was like, guys, I think there's an Eminem stuck in my throat. Yeah. 
What happened? Thankfully, I was less concerned about that one because I know that that'll melt due to body temperature. I don't know. I had M&M's and I was eating it, but I was I was reclined eating it. So I think that's what fucked me up. Wow. And next thing I knew, there, I was like, that M&M is still there. I can feel a weird lump. I don't like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I tried drinking like so much coffee to melt it. <laughs> Eventually passed. That's good. But I, I... in case I didn't wake up the following morning, I was like, let me tell these two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, was that, was that your thought process? <laughs> I was also like, well, maybe they have some tricks. <laughs> well, no, it, so... just, it was an m M&M. and I'm like, it'll melt. And she... Plus, it's not big enough to. What yeah, would a melted m M&M and do inside your lung? Nothing good, but it was in her esophagus, not her That's lungs. Fair. I mean, that's what I was worried about. Like, if you, if you like, that's what I, this terrifies me. If one of those little tiny small no, candies, I, you breathe Have wrong? you noticed the trend about the other two times that she's talked about almost choking? <laughs> if, if, if it was that, she wouldn't have messaged anybody. She would have just silently panicked. That's fair. <laughs> At least according to the trend from the other two stories. Uh. <laughs> the other day we were streaming together and I was like, ow. <laughs> it's like, Crystal's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I just couldn't breathe for a moment. <laughs> Did you just like forget how? No, I had random chest pain. I couldn't breathe. And I was still playing my game and then it passed. I was able to breathe. I was like, ah, oh, that was painful. What happened? I wasn't breathing. My God. <laughs> That's not normal. I just and point. I just assumed it's one of those weird women problems where like you get random pain in the boobs and no one can explain it. Mm. It's a thing. That's a thing. It's a thing. And then male doctors try to explain it. And female oh doctors are like, no. <laughs> That's not what that is. Matt, I need you to understand that people assigned female at birth have random pains that they just have to deal with or and play the guessing game of, is it something I need to go to the doctor for or is it just a random muscle cramp or something? So, like, this is why a lot of women passed away after having a heart attack because they're not in the same amount of pain as men are. Interesting. Or rather, we don't register our pain. Yeah. On the same <laughs> scale. My arm feels weird. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I've had worse. <laughs> Good lord. Hmm. Random chest pain. Is it... Did I pull something? Is it a muscle cramp? Or should I really be going to the doctor because I tore something? Who knows? Wow. My sternum cracks. I actually went to the doctor to have it x-rayed. They said it's fine. Still cracks. Kind of painful. So there's, oh, I mean, I guess there's really nothing you can do about a sternum crack. They can't put a cast on it. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. How would you put <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a really, really weird looking cast. It would just look like you have the fucking, like, thing from Tony Stark has. In, Call in me Ironheart. Iron Man, yeah. <laughs> That's all it would be. And I don't know if it would protect anything or hold anything it just in place. cause me more pain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't stretch well, at all. That, that's, that's the problem with, like, or rather not the problem, the challenge with, like, anything in, like, the rib cage area or, like, the upper yeah. body area when, it, when it's, like, center mass is because, like, that's made to move a little bit so that your lungs can expand. <laughs> and a cast normally... Holds everything very tightly <laughs> in one spot. That's very true. No, actually, actually, ooh, ooh. Okay. I, I have somewhat fun, well, maybe not fun, but neat news. 
Okay. Um, <coughs> they're <laughs> spit it out. <laughs> did we lose night? Did you choke on an M M&M? and M? Yeah. God yeah. damn it! Night. We're getting confirmation that night choked on an M M&M. and M. Um, that took Zinn, all the two I th- minutes. I, I think in Germany have started experimenting with 3D printing um bones essentially like like bone grafts and like okay. interconnective for repairing broken bones. I mean we do it with teeth, it's kind of the same thing, right? More or less. Well there is a there is a doctor doctor dentist in I think it's Japan that's working on research that's apparently showing somewhat promising results. Nothing that we'll probably see in our lifetimes at this rate, but still uh, of regrowing teeth, like people being able to like regrow their adult teeth. Interesting. That's pretty cool. I know we're a few, like we're, we're a few years away from being able to fix broken bones pretty quickly. Like if they can figure out how to get that, like stuff to you know, that enamel stuff to stick, they could just like put the well, bone that, back together. That's the, that's the thing with, with the, like the 3d printed ones They're they're going with like, I guess you could call it like biodegradable. Like the substances that they're working with are less likely to encounter rejection from the body, at least yeah. off of the research that they've seen so far, like the studies that they've seen so far in the their trials. Not human trials, obviously. They're they're not that far yet, but um who would volunteer for that? If I, I mean, I get bones, it. It's, it's then, I mean, why not? <laughs> that's fair. It just seems like a big leap. It's like, hey, we're gonna put this experimental bone inside of you. It's never been. I guess you know, there are crazier things have happened. There's a lot of things that I don't know how the first to discover this. No, it would be terrible if you got your wisdom teeth removed and then they're like, we're gonna test this thing on you, and you grew back your wisdom teeth. No, though I would be curious. <laughs> I would be curious because, like, I I'm technically missing a tooth. Like, fun fun fact for the people at home. I'm technically missing a tooth. And it's not like I knocked it out as a kid or anything. The baby tooth fell out and then the replacement adult tooth just was never there. So I Uh, have to wonder for like cases like mine, if that would even regrow anything. I don't think so. Since the original wasn't even there. Hmm. Which Hmm. one is it? Um, I'm technically missing the one right next to my front two on my left side. Yeah. It's actually Did you just involuntarily tongue it like when you were talking about the story you had to like make sure it was still not there. Well no like I have to count over cuz like <laughs> So it's the second one um next to your front too. There's It's not your canine. No, it's not my canine. No. Okay, so it's the one between your front tooth and your canine. One of the two. It's actually pretty pop like normal at this point I feel like to say not not like it's not normal not to have this tooth, but I've heard this kind of situation happen a lot. There's actually, I can't, I don't know her name. The ma- female lead of the Netflix TV series, uh, Exo Kitty, she has the same thing. Yeah. And then a lot of people are like, actually, yeah, this actor or actress also have this. But that is curious. Like, would you grow it back? But I guess, like, maybe you would since you had kids, a baby tooth. Well, th- mm. like, that's the question, right? Like, where... Like I, I would, I would need to read so much fucking medical jargon and like the actual like research papers that are currently publicly available for that particular guy's research. Um, 
like where along the lines like are they targeting a specific area and then just trying to tell that area to do bone growth to like grow the teeth or is it is it calling back to something in like genetic makeup at which point the question there becomes a question of like how much of our genetic makeup actually like where where's the percentage of like our genetic makeup for like bone density and stuff like that for for all i know this could end up being like a snowball effect into us understanding so much more about like how genetics affect hereditary health look Damn. watch they're they're uh, going to get more dinosaurs brought back as well as technology Dinosaur. Why not? Our government tried Dinosaur. to tell us that aliens exist in the middle of the lockdown, and we all yeah, went, right. that's nice, fucking stop. <laughs> not We've now. heard this before, damn it. <laughs> Tom was right. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Tom, he's a, he's a genius. How did he get it so right and we all had it so wrong? I don't know. It's it's that magical powers of writing, you know, fucking crappy punk rock for 20 years and songs about fucking moms and dogs things okay you said tom and and for some reason the first person that came to my mind was on the was the history channel or whatever i don't think it was history but the guy with the crazy hair being like aliens that's all i thought of. so tom delong the guitarist from blink 182 is apparently the forefront of alien research he <laughs> got the uh government to release he got the government to release a bunch of like actual like footage that they kept secret like declassified stuff i don't know how he has these connections it, it literally like uh, like they the government's files on unexplained like video of unidentified uh flying objects or whatever they're called now there's a different definition but whatever it is like yeah tom delong has like petitioned the government and gotten things released i don't know how i don't know why now he just needs actually, to follow I, up and get I actually, the government to admit how many of them were just new aircraft tests and how many of them are actually unexplained. I actually, speaking of government conspiracies, are you ready oh, for yes. Monarch? Are you ready for Monarch? The oh, the new series about uh, the like Godzilla movies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So oh. like, I, I was excited, but then the last two fucking movies sucked. Last like, two Godzilla movies. Yeah, Godzilla versus Kong. I had so much hype going into it because like the first one of the first Godzilla was so good. Yes. And then this was just like just so disappointing. Cuz they really just fought for like 10 seconds and then Mecha Godzilla showed up and then they killed Mecha Godzilla. He got juked. He got juked. I had a feeling it was going to be bad. I saw the I commercial. Mean, I, I was like it, nah, trash. <laughs> it <laughs> could have been good. That's the problem. That's what really irritates me. Like it has so much potential and then it just like fell apart. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to I'm going to go for it. All right, Listen, I, I there there are things that I could that could make it good. I'm um, I'm just preparing for a content drought. Listen, after watching was it Kong with Jack Black? I gave <laughs> oh, Kyle, yes. I, I, I gave up on King Kong and Godzilla. <sighs> no. Last thing Man. King Kong that I've seen even remotely related was a clip from a podcast talking about reused footage in Citizen Kane. They're reusing footage in Citizen Kane. I must missed that part. Well, no. So in Citizen Kane, and it's apparently been cut from uh, versions since, obviously. Uh, sure. But originally, during the party scene where they have the rear projection of the jungle, 
that was apparently reused footage from King Kong, like the the first one. Um, but it apparently still had a pterodactyl in it. <laughs> um, like so fans noticed this back when uh, home video was starting to like get popular, and they were getting like their own at home versions. That's uh, and started talking about it, which then uh, and you know eventually got back to the studio. So releases since have apparently uh, cut out said pterodactyl. Um, but yeah, Citizen Kane. That makes me think of from King Kong. That makes me think of um, Into the Spider Verse two. Again, I would like to mention again. I fell asleep during it. I only woke up <laughs> for Hobie. <laughs> And then I fell asleep again. Okay, that, that, that's how that's much okay. I didn't Hope care. Deserves it. <laughs> that's that's how much as I cared about that movie. The first one, great, fantastic. I don't think the second one was as strong. I hate me if you want. Is that because you fell asleep, or is that because you think? It was if I fall asleep during a Marvel movie, it's bad. That's not that hard. Have you seen? I just saw the, Mar- the last Marvel movie. You know? I, oh, I reason I didn't. Fall I didn't. Asleep I didn't buy, I'm not seeing the Marvel stars. Celeste Crystal. Did you see that? Uh, I fell asleep during. was like fucking oh, the sorry. Hulk movies. Okay, I'll let you Anyway, yeah, all the me, Hulk movies. All of them. I fell asleep through all the Hulk I, movies. And I'm you know what? You. They're I bad. Remember, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't remember what happened during any of the Hulk movies. I watched all of them. Someone I, got bad. I tell you he happened. turned green. He it, ran yeah, around it, in the canyons. And the end. That's like, what it, I can recall. But, uh, no, I don't I don't blame you, Knight, when it comes to the Marvels. I, but also, the wait, trailer... Wait, wait. You finish thought. your thought. Yeah. Because we're talking about reusing stuff. Yeah, Except yeah, it's not right. really reusing. I honestly hate that there were variations to that movie. Mm-hmm. And then now that it's on whatever streaming service it is, there's scenes that are different. Again, I hate that. Well, I know so... it's supposed to be like variant universes and all of that. Which, in the idea, is cool. But if I can't I don't want to keep rewatching the movie to see different scenes if I didn't care for the original I, content. I, I'd say if you were going to do that hmm. for the at home version or for the streaming version, put in one decide on what the what the however the fuck you want to word it the canon version of the scene is, okay. and then for the alternate versions of the scenes, mm-hmm. put in an interactive button mid-play mm-hmm. netflix okay. already has established that it's more than possible to do choose your own adventure interactives because <laughs> sure. they've got a carmen san diego mm-hmm. one that mm-hmm. works pretty fucking well mm-hmm. um and you could just add those scenes as like bonus scenes on a on a blu-ray it like if you really wanted to just separate them out I miss when DVDs but had alternate scenes. I, you know what I miss? One aside, aside blooper from reels. I, miss, I, I, I do miss blooper reels. I desperately miss blooper reels. Yeah, what um, the fuck happens? But very specifically, one of my favorite DVDs to interact with was the Sinbad DVD, the animated um, Sinbad with Eris and. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, that movie actually does kind of scare me only because of what happened in the theater. <laughs> um, but on the DVD, there's like a like a side adventure, like a whole fucking thing that they animated, voiced, scripted, 
that's like choose your own adventure that's just like a bonus feature on the dvd and like as a kid i could sit there for fucking hours interacting with that and like i get that like bonus games or whatever in the bonus features for like dvd like take-home versions of movies which are also a dying thing which i hate that that's a dying thing let me have a physical copy of the media please for the love of fucking all that you might consider holy um i i just i miss like the the interactive stuff like the the fucking what was it uh shrek shrek 2 with the fucking karaoke the... all right all right <laughs> okay not 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 specifically because it's like shrek 2 but like interactive features like that i thought that was just a just smash fun. mouth album hmm i thought it was just a smash mouth album <laughs> no <laughs> Actually, but, never like, had the physical copy of Shrek Two. Only the first one. No, no. There's like a whole, um, fucking what? Uh, mm -hmm. Far, far away idol is what it's called on the DVD. I think. Oh. It, it, yeah. It, it's just an American Idol like ripoff with like the characters from Shrek Two singing different songs. Wow. Um and like you, Unlocked you get to memory. play the audience and you voting want to for this? your favorite. <laughs> Sorry, um, I don't like, know why I'd want. I I miss fun stuff like that, and I know it's not the most environmentally conscious, but I miss booklets in fucking video games. In, in the cases, yeah, I miss booklets so fucking much. You know how mad. I would get opening up PS3, PS4, and just a sliver of paper would come out with all that code that had it, yeah, everything with in there. Yeah, just like the, the and I would fucking lose that shit. License agreement on it. I would lose it, so I'd be like, "Wait, where the fuck is the code?" Oh. When I went back, when I should have definitely got checked for ADHD. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just I miss fun stuff like that. But now in the backtrack, Marvels. Oh, uh, Eternals! Marvels. I fell asleep during Eternals too. Didn't finish it. Sorry. Anyway, well, first, well, that's okay. Eternals mm -hmm. wasn't good. Have yeah. you seen? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is one of my favorite things about Marvels. Then I'll let you do your thing. Mm -hmm. um, this this tweet has been going everywhere, and I saw it, laughed my ass off. But like now, it's making the rounds. Is like, is Kojima trying to tell us something? So, um, he saw two movies this weekend, Marvels, okay. and uh, <laughs> tweeted about them. And mm -hmm. uh, let me let me uh, share the tweet, share the picture with you guys. Okay. Are you putting and I think it's Steve ship posting? No, I'm just gonna put it. I'm gonna share screen real quick. Okay. Ooh, shippers. There we go. Waiting and waiting. Oh, I can't. Uh, I can't. Oh, can't see. I watch Fincher's okay. new film, The Killer. Is it based on Lawrence Block's Killer Keller? Right, I'm gonna put it. I, I will just put it in the uh, chat. Oh, please. Oh, he, he went to IMAX 3D for the Marvels? But did you see here? I'll just put it in. Yep. Uh, Hurry up. We can't read. Oh, I did watch that time. on Netflix. It's pretty good. My, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> eh. Wait. My Discord app now has to update. What is it? 
Oh no, updates. However will you survive, Matt? <laughs> I never do. Um, well, while we're waiting you survived for that, your so, eye. Um, <laughs> too soon? No, it's great. Not soon. <laughs> um, Marvels? What, yeah. Uh, I, saw, I saw the trailer and I just... I immediately got so annoyed. Which part? Well, specifically <laughs> with their power swap. Oh. Like, I do like the character interaction that at least is shown in the trailer. And I do think that, like, it, Carol's still not quite comic book Carol, but that this is fine. She's just a fucking stone. That's it. Uh, yeah. Um, but, like, I, I already accepted that that's just how that was gonna be. <laughs> um, but, like, other than that, like, I like the interaction between them that I see in the trailer. My problem is the outright power change and arguably D power slash then Carol should not be anywhere near as strong as she is supposedly. In I heard about something. I was like, that's bullshit. Um, because mm. they're like, we all have light based powers. And I'm like, no, your powers are based on energy, not light. I, I don't think anybody, um, Really Actually, read the comics. The Marvel, yeah, read read the comics or even watch any of the shows because none of the characters or anything made sense. It was just kind of well. So something that I heard, and I have not had the chance to verify this, but in the midst of the WGA strike, <sighs> something that came to allegedly came to light was that for a lot of the Marvel works, there was no, especially the shows, there was oh, no Bible. It. Yeah, huh. there was no Bible. For the characters or anything like that, there was no show bible for individual shows, and they there openly was nothing said to try to maintain consistency. But they also openly said that they like were rushing a lot of the work, like yeah. they were just kind of going off. So, so combining those two things explains a lot for like why WandaVision arguably was great, and then but then Multiverse of Madness like. Wanda was not the same character in any way, shape, or form. Like, sure. but like it, it baffled me to hear that there was no show bible, at least from show to show. Right. Considering that, like, a show bible's industry standard. <laughs> well, it's very much obvious that the people who are making these TV shows and now movies. They weren't no the people, idea who these characters are. They did are. not grow up with the comics. These are not comic book readers. These are people who are trying to make a living off of Marvel movies and TV shows, and they don't really yeah. care about the original material. Yes. Which yep. honestly, like the people who are coming to see your TV shows and movies, the first people are going to be your comic book readers. So why, like, why would you want to disappoint them with not studying the original material? <laughs> I I gotta point it out again. I really think generations millennial and older cannot write established characters they're, they're doing a decent job of creating their own but like they turn they, they seem to only dig skin deep and there's a lot of examples of it uh, uh carol is a great one they they have a caricature they have one trait that's exaggerated and then they just it, focus yeah, on they, that they, and they, they go turn them into... stone fo- stone face soldier from her time yeah. with the pre and then like a- anything else no 
the same thing with the Simpsons. Like they used to be depth, you know, deep characters. And now they're just literally one dimensional. Like Lisa's the smart one and that nothing else can happen with her. She can't have any other character flaws or anything else. I, I like, I don't know if it's a generational thing or if it's just executives getting more and more power and more and more say without being able to be confronted unless you're a big name director or showrunner. I think that, I think the reason, I think Simpsons is a prime example because they don't fuck with the Simpsons anymore. They've been on for 30 years. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Um, so I think it really does illustrate, like if you look at these shows that have continued generationally, um, they've changed, but I think it's, it's, you know, they should write their own things. I think they really don't do established characters. Well, at least that's my opinion. Not to get, you know, too down, too far down a rabbit hole, but I agree with you. I, you know, I, uh, I'd much rather see the killer than, you know, fucking Marvels this week, which is the tweet I said. I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah. Where'd you post that? Uh, Steve shit posting. Uh, Steve shit posting. Oh. Yeah, Hideo Kojima is just, here's this paragraph about the killer, and then here's one sentence. <laughs> he's like, I saw the killers. It was great. It was a story. And then he's like, oh, I also saw the Marvels. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, I'll, I'll probably watch the marvels but it'll probably be on stream one thing and i i brought it up when we were talking about the five nights at freddy's movie but apparently some Chuck of the reports from no, no no apparently some of the reports from uh theater workers is and people that like can still go to the theaters right now because they happen to have or save up like the expendable money sure um have just been having like worse and worse experiences because people just don't know how to sit and be fucking quiet during a movie yeah i've heard this is becoming more and more of an issue and, and it's, like uh... Like, I, I just, I don't get it. Like, I, for some of these people that just want to, like, talk and scream during movies, I just want to, like, smack them in the back of the head and go, oh, I'm sorry. Did you not pay 20 plus dollars to have your night ruined by some random stranger? I saw this random post come up on my For You page, and it was, I guess some Taylor Swift thing came out in theaters. And it was, like, how I thought the Taylor Swift premiere thing would go. And it was, like clean theater how it actually went trashed that, wow. yeah that that's that's definitely another thing like i i'm wondering how the meme is gonna go because there, there was a meme that i saw years ago and it, it wasn't even necessarily a meme it was just like a server comparing how like boomers had left their table and how millennials had left their table after finishing their meal and like boomers trash scattered all over the table plates left at seating but like dirty silverware left on the table and like not even put on the plates or anything and then millennials have the fucking plates stacked the trash like napkins are crumpled and put on the very top plate if if there are even any left and like silverware like stacked basically all you have to do is like wipe down the table take the stack of plates and you're done and i'm wondering if it's about to flip back to that whole just scattered mess 
on the table, so to speak, just I mean, in general. It wouldn't surprise me, unfortunately. I'm just... <laughs> well, that is a decent segue uh, to what we're going to be, ha- what's going to be happening tonight. Because, oh um, <laughs> well, uh, we are in between uh, rotations. So we have mm-hmm. completed one. And I thought this was the perfect opportunity because we've been talking about this for a while. And I'm really excited <laughs> to do it. So tonight's episode, we are going to be uh, not watching a show, but discussing the most toxic fan bases in fandom. Oh, boy. <laughs> you were here, we, but are, we started are we a talking list. right now, or are we talking of all time? Because well, anime <laughs> has been a hellscape fandom-wise. We're going to go through all of it. We're, this is, okay. you know, a long... It's like we're, we don't have a show, so we're going to spend... You know, we don't have to go forever, but we're going to have an in-depth discussion on why we think some of the fandoms are why they are. Um, and kind of go into uh, the nitty gritty of like you know this transition we're all going through, where you know fandoms at Friday Night at Freddy's are, are are throwing shit, and not even keeping quiet for a movie. Although you know it, the, the the thing about Chuck E. Cheese, which is like completely stupid. You guys hear this? No. The Chuck E. Oh, Cheese removed uh, how, all how this animatronics. They removed their animatronics, and then they posted the footage because they had to record footage of them destroying the animatronics. Because the company didn't want them being sold, stolen, whatever, repurposed, and the yeah. brand being affected, allegedly. But then they posted the footage of them destroying the animatronics. Why I, I guess they why have they the get rid of, their of animatronics? any press is good press. But, but why they get rid of the animatronics? Uh, I think they were worried about being like, the kids being scared because of Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, I'd stop any of the kids my age when I <laughs> isn't Chuck E. Cheese minutes... is why I realized at a rather young age how fucking disgusting play places and ball pits are. Yeah. But like, isn't Freddy's inspired by Chuck E. Cheese? And yeah. By a lot of the animatronic. Like, Chuck E. Cheese is the biggest chain that I know of that has animatronic characters on, like, stage or a stage or anything like that. But the by, by just the, like that general vibe, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if there are any other ones. I can't think of any. Yeah, There's not, that one not big in the Goofy the movie, and it's not a chain. <laughs> that one arguably would have been traumatizing, <laughs> just point blank. Period. Max wow. thought it was traumatizing. Um. Damn. Anyway. Um. Okay. So I think we're gonna start. Uh, we'll go around the room. Okay. Uh, we'll give everyone for the first part of this. We're going to go through. I have a couple top ten lists where I've compiled like what we what I think are the you know most toxic fan bases overall, based on Reddit, based on Twitter, based on the, yeah, the, the I'm, very I'm have depths. To scroll a little bit, but some I I liked a video from somebody that went through a list of some of the worst incidents that have happened in fandom. <laughs> and we will we will get there. Um, so I think we should take a vote and we, someone should give their opinions on why they think this is the most toxic fan base. We'll have a few-minute discussion, move on to the next, and then go through some lists and see if we agree or disagree. Um, Steve. It's me. Hello. Uh, if you had to pick one of your fi- one fandom, whether you're a part of it or not, mm-hmm. That you consider the most toxic <laughs> to be in, a part of. What, what's your what's your go to? Mm. 
good question. That's a good question. I, I'm kind of drawn between two. Okay. I'm either going to say it would be either the Call of Duty fan base. <laughs> okay. Which I'm probably a part of. Or, uh, <laughs> or it would be the Apple fan base. Really? Yes. Okay, these are two very, Bless very good you. ones. These are two very good ones because I'm part of both. Bless you. Gesundheit. What? Which one do you want to go over in depth right now? I can do the Call of Duty one. Jesus Gesundheit. Christ! This all right, is, this all right. is a normal for me. Don't worry about it. It's all quirk. <laughs> <It's all laughs> but let's okay. So, and then actually, it'd be interesting to hear um, stories of people who have been partaking or at least seen the worst of those people at midnight releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing the the people in this room right now. So this is a good one. Give me one reason why Call of Duty fan base is so bad. Um, people paying full price for a game that's DLC and then, <laughs> then arguing that they paid, that it's worth them paying for it. Wow, okay. Um, the constant bickering of what, if Battlefield or Call of Duty is better. Um, the amount of people just leave their mic open and then... So you only need one reason per, for for each. No, it's listen. I'm I'm happy to. Oh, look sorry. I was bolting because I'm 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 a bullet person. I bolt. No, I understand. First of all, let's let's go through the fact. Is is it even in the question anymore? Battlefield is like dead. The last two battlefields were like disgustingly bad. I I was so excited for 2047, and then it just shit the bed. Yeah, 2042's had a rough go. Or 42, sorry. It's okay. I, I'm I'm pretentious like that. Uh, of course, of course. And then. I don't know. Um, 42 is not good. It's kind of in the mid- made a good middle ground now. Okay. Um, and, but it's sad it gets dunked on by a game of two developers called Battlebit. Yeah, wow. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the most those two, talk, those two fan bases always like, oh, you have little kids playing. Oh, you have that. And, you know, I, I can't really... You can't really defend the fact that the last campaign for Call of Duty was four hours, and they basically admitted that it was DLC. They just reskinned to a full game. You know what really pisses me off about this, and then we'll move on to uh, Night and Crystal's perspective. Sure. Um, they we got denied an Advanced Warfare Two. That's what Sledgehammer wanted to work on. Yep. And 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 you know, never mind. Sledgehammer was the made up of devs who made Titanfall and Titanfall Two, some of the best FPS like verses I've ever played so smooth put together well and like new and unique mechanics but no it wasn't black ops or modern warfare so like they're like fuck you no and i'm hoping it wasn't because they didn't want to like recast uh what's his face who was in advanced warfare <laughs> oh, oh, uh, from house of cards yeah oh uh, my god i can't but, but... i will tell you I, but I still love oh, kevin spacey kevin spacey kevin spacey you don't but... love that it was, this is advanced warfare my favorite opening meme of all time. Listen, it's we're the most one of the most famous memes. Press F to uh, what is it? Press, well, press F, F to pay respects. Pay respects. Damn it, Ramirez! After all these years, <laughs> you still remember. F to pay um, respects. X to doubt. X to doubt. X to doubt. All the time. <laughs> um, night. Hmm. Call of Duty. What are your thoughts? Oh, I'm not in it. I think. Well, it's no, not. but like. <laughs> As an outsider I think looking it's in, it's really overrated. Is it really that <laughs> well, good? No, but what about the, the fandom? Game? Don't the game? Yes, I agree with you. The game sucks. What about the fandom? Have you been? Do you do you have any opinions on what you've heard about the fandom? They don't shower. 
<laughs> you can say, you can say that about a lot. Of yeah. <laughs> you can say that about a lot of fandoms. You're not. That's all I got. I stay away from Fair Call enough. of Duty. Oh God. Okay. Um, uh, Crystal. Same question. Uh, from my experience with the Call of Duty fandom, there are only two types of players. Okay. And the second type (laughs) is far and few between. So the first type, I'm sorry, I guess arguably three types. Children who absolutely should not be playing Call of Duty considering its content rating and what is within Call of Duty that will scream slurs at you over voice chat if you dare to leave it on. Yeah, and they've all fucked my mom, which is really concerning. Yeah, yeah, which, granted... Not a change from the early Xbox 360 voice chat Oh, days. God, no. no, no, no. Like, that, that, there that's... are a lot of 12-year-olds who know my mom, and that's really weird. <laughs> it's really weird and concerning. <laughs> um, and she listens to this podcast. I'm sorry, mom. Uh, dudes with very little drive to I actually you're going be somewhere else with that. an adult and clean <laughs> or do anything other than try to be a content creator um, that will yell at any femme-sounding voice on the other end of the voice chat to go and make them a sandwich. Uh... And then the chill people that are just there to play a fucking video game. The third one is the far and few between in my experience. That's fair. Um, So I, I agree that at least from what I have seen of the Call of Duty fandom... It ha- it it's been rather toxic. The arguably the least toxic toxic I've seen it was when people were thirsting after ghost, and even then, there were still cishet dudes that were thing. managing to make it toxic because mm-hmm. they were getting salty that people were thirsty over ghost and not them. <sighs> to which I raise you, ghost at least looks like he showers, and that's saying something considering the man doesn't take off the mask. Yeah, also he spends a lot of time in the jungle and, like, really urban areas. In the jungle don't... and Kevlar and, like... I don't blame yeah. him for not wanting to be near anybody. I would do the same with Pike. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, think, I think he's got it right and we got it wrong. He might. Actually, so I disagree. Uh, Ghost might have it figured out. No, I think Ghost figured his shit out. It's like, I'll just go over the fucking jungle. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> I love hearing that quote, though, where where I don't know which character it is. He's like, why he's don't you take the mask off? He's like... They're like, are you oh, it, it, quite the opposite? He's like, no, I'm actually quite nice in this mask. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good British act. That was a very good impression, too. Uh, it's just very did dark you, and brooding. Actually, did you know that his voice actor is in the live action One Piece? Really? That's cool. Yeah, he's a uh, fucking Christ. The chef. He's the chef. Sanji? Or the, his, or the big chef with the big the chef leg. with the peg leg. That's um, him. Oh God! Why am I blanking on his name? I don't know his Hang name, on. so. But that's mm. him. Interesting. Uh, Zeph. Zeph. Fucking hell. Zeph wow. the chef. Um, also, of the gross. Pirates. Gross. After watching that, like, oh, I get it. But, mm. <laughs> Steve, as someone who uh, is part of the Call of Duty fan base, that's right. As toxic as it might be. What do you feel? Have has the number of uh, what are they called? 
squeakers uh, uh, you know the, the colloquialism of young kids the, playing <laughs> the kids that shouldn't be playing but are yeah. have yeah. they moved on to Fortnite, or is there still a lot of them in call of duty hmm just out of curiosity because i'm sure all, Fortnite is just as bad kids play call of duty than I'm sorry, far more kids play Fortnite. I was like, isn't it the opposite? Did they move from Fortnite to Call of Duty? Yeah, yeah. It's like (laughs) it's like Aldi North versus Aldi South. Basically, you're getting two of the same, two of the same. They're just split across because it's whoever I I think once you were like predisposed to one, that's where most people tend to stick. They either like one or the other. So um, but I'd say it's more it's more on the Fortnite side. Uh, I generally just run to people who are smoking a ton of weed on call of duty generally <laughs> you, you know what chance that's of them falling not terrible would... which is honestly not the worst thing yeah, you're just out here like why is it so foggy listen i <laughs> over the mic i'm like okay, okay i would much rather play with a chill group who's just smoking weed and having fun like that's what i love like you know that's the perfect college weekend. That was just like Call of Duty and weed and just sitting there like... No, I imagine that it gets <laughs> hella annoying just hearing them on the mic do smoking and not shooting. <laughs> Luckily, the mute the mute feature was added two games two versions ago. Before that, it was, it was like all is the Wild West. Kind of was. Um, all right. That being so, um, Call of Duty. We'll add it to the list. We'll talk about that. Uh, it was good. Night. Let me go next. Yay! Yeah. My academia. Okay. Why? <sighs> feral little gremlins. Exactly. They're just wow. feral. Anything <laughs> that does not go right in that story, like not even right, just like anything that readers don't like, the way like Bakugo happens to side eye somebody or this character didn't do a certain move or something, like they just go fucking nuts. And start writing death threats to the creator, who then has to threaten to either end the series or off their favorite character. Damn. All because of the fan base. I I mean I don't even know what to say. I I don't know anything about like the. So there's the... some of the some good examples. Um, it's an action show, action adventure. Okay. I don't know if adventure. But it's action. It's that's the genre. However, a lot of people are trying to insinuate or not insinuate, but like push for romance plots, which honestly, it's like not necessary. These are kids. These are they're kids. Those are the stars of the show. You don't need to worry about romance for kids. They're not adults yet. And there's a huge yes. chunk of the fan base that are absolutely crazy for a character called Kirishima and another character called Bakugo. And they are crazy. You can ship whoever the characters you want. Don't send death threats to the creator being like, if you don't pair Kirishima Bakugo up as a romantic couple, we will come and kill you. You just don't do that. Jesus. And they do that. Why? What? What? Why are you so... Inv- I guess... Like, right, I, I will important caveat here. Anime fandoms are not the only ones to send death threats over. I, no, oh, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. I'm not even... But, I'm not saying that. But, but like... It, like, the My Hero fandom is the most recent of the anime fandoms that mm-hmm. has had situations like this. So it's indicative of a larger problem, My Hero Academia. And they've been to of... his house, too. Really? Mm-hmm. So, some, yeah. And they, what do they just protest outside, or they try to break in and like? I think some have tried breaking in. M- manga Christ. creators have had. There's a reason why um, when Japan was discussing the law 
I don't know if it actually went into effect or not. Um, Japan was at, at least at one point discussing a law that would effectively not ban pen names, but like the author's actual name would have to actual name and face would have to be publicized. And okay. there were a good amount of manga artists that were against that. One, because they have... It's like, like the Meet and Registration Act. It, it, like, they... Kind of. Um, one, they have, like, these fun little characters that they'll normally draw for themselves that helps them stand out. Mm, excuse me. Helps them stand out amongst each other because, obviously, the characters are going to have a lot more easily identifiable at a quick glance features from each other sure um so one's like a guy with a robot head another one's a guy with a fish head um w one uh manga mangaka like straight up almost straight up has like a little chibi magical girl that she has made like her little mascot pseudo character to sign the pages with um but even with those and with pen names they they've gotten threats or they've been doxxed hmm. so now the one of the few things that they had to try to put a step in between the fan base like knowing their real identity so that they could have some semblance of privacy was again i don't know if this law actually got pushed in japan because i don't i don't live there um was being discussed to effectively be taken away from them and they all went well fuck <laughs> like jesus um but yeah it's it's arguably not it's not like it's grown more consistent in people trying i think the problem got exasperated uh, exasperated by the fact that technology has advanced as much as it has and we've all got interconnectivity and parasocial relationships and access to information on a scale that we have historically never had before sure especially mm -hmm. with the immediacy that we have it <laughs> right now yeah everything right now yeah, right now. Everything right now. Like, I, I... I think that's what's made it seem... Oh, you're approaching me? Work. Uh, work? Ma made it seem worse and more prevalent. I don't, I don't know... I, I don't know if I'd say that there's more people that are willing to at least make threats over a keyboard. I think it's just the keyboard can send the message a lot faster now, so as a result, they could make, like, 10 spam accounts and make it seem like they are more than they actually are. Wow. That's... But that's that's just me talking. I, I don't have hard data to All right. any of that up. No, I mean, it's very interesting. Like, it, it's the craziness. I guess that's most fandoms, but... It seems like it's, I don't know, My Hero Academia just, like, struck a chord with so many people that it, well, they're everyone also, relates. They kind of gatekeep, too. Really? Okay. Oh, so. they hardcore gatekeep. <laughs> like, 
they're, they're a lot of them pretty much want want like if you enjoyed my hero academia you had to start with the manga and you just like there's different ways of it sure. you either had to start with them you had to start with the manga or they're of the opinion that if you're over a certain age that you shouldn't be reading it because it's a young adult aimed thing like, oh it's like that age. bad where like the kids are like oh yeah you're too old to like this uh, granted yeah. there are characters there's adults in the show the story uh, yeah considering that it's it's borderline an anime version of of x-men yeah without and without like the creator the... is very open he's like hawks yeah. is based off of angel from x-men i was just wanted to tell you guys <laughs> that's insane i see so okay so it's not just a that's that's very interesting i am fascinated. you get okay you get bashed on for having a character like if you're like um if you happen to be like a fan of the main character deku some bakugo fans will be just fucking brutal and just act as if they're actually bakugo and just fucking bully the hell out of like deku fans there are some people so there there's a parent in the show (laughs) whose hero name is endeavor If you cosplay that man to a con, there are some of these feral children that will try to attack you. Holy shit. Now, granted, this is not the first anime that this has happened with. This is not the first fan base at a con. A circular firing squad is what you're talking about. But it seems like it's happening really young. That's what's scary. Like, what what age group are we talking about? Generation Z! Um, oh, fuck's sake. you're talking like, in my experience, from like what I've seen, you're talking from like 13 to 16. Jesus I mean, they shouldn't God. be ready if, this, if they're younger than 13. Well, th- they also shouldn't be on the internet, technically, true, true. if they're younger than 13. But one, yeah, I, get, I get why they're on the internet. Um, but I know how unrestricted access to the internet affected me. Thankfully, I was a responsible child, but some of these kids have me concerned anyway because they're sitting out here admitting their age on the open internet. And I'm like, I, did... I hate when that happens on stream. Like, get the I, fuck I out know, now. I, I know ban the you. US is, is a bit of a problem in and of itself because our education system is fucked. But it doesn't seem like anywhere is teaching kids internet safety 101 like we got back when the internet was first starting out. Like, don't give your your age out to strangers. Don't give any location identifying information out to strangers. Don't, don't post anything that can be used <laughs> to identify or track or like track where you live on the world wide web. <sighs> yeah. Like I just I don't know. Damn. I uh, we have no privacy and you know, although I will, you know, uh, there are two people in this room who don't value their privacy because they're on a certain app that doesn't Fuck give off. them any privacy. So, you know, just saying. No app really gives us any yeah, privacy honestly. anymore, Matt. I mean, have you seen? We're not here about the apps. We're here about my hair academia at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Steve, your response 
what, what, where does My Hero Academia fall as someone who's also anime on the spectrum perspective for anime? Yes, you're someone who's on the spectrum. <laughs> what, are you, what are your thoughts on My Hero Academia and their fandom? You know, I, I kind of just, I, there comes a, a point in every fan's quarterly review where they say, I'm going to watch this show or this show or this show, and that'll be my season. And I, that came up, uh, My Hero Academia, and I said, I'm not going to watch that. Because huh. I don't, I don't think it's for me. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a good idea. And okay. that's how I felt about it. And I decided to stay away from it. And I, I just, when you say it's not a good idea, do you say like you don't think the show's a good idea or the fan base? Um, you know, I, I without even getting into the fan base because it was already being posted about, it just was like uh, I've seen so many isekais and everything else that's kind of like i don't i don't think i don't think the themes jive in with me too hard on this one i i like need something more fast cash or like easy to get into that's why i like you know like but i like like dumb detective shows and stuff like that like detective conan (laughs) because because conan said detective conan ripped him off yeah yeah anyway as a whole (laughs) That's yes, right. I got a show there. that's been running for so long that it has over a thousand episodes because it's still not done. <laughs> they never figure out who did it. That that um, that teenager will forever be stuck in a ten year old's body at this point. Thank God, there's so many mur- there's so many mysteries. Japan's prisons must be full at this point. I <laughs> well, the last that I knew, apparently. Detective Conan is still taking place within the same year. And I'm like, that's not mathematically possible, but sure. I think so. I mean, I just love the kid poisons the you father. Know, and, well, I, hmm, I don't like the style of it. I just don't. He doesn't, wow. po- he doesn't poison. He I know, but he puts him to sleep. He's, he's, practic- <laughs> hey, well, he's usually drinking a lot of alcohol, so it, either or. Either uh, or. Well, hence why nobody thinks it's weird when his voice suddenly changes a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Well, we're getting off track, but. Yes, yeah. to, to say uh, my hero academia. I I saw it. I just didn't. It just didn't raise any interest for me. Um, but I do know the. Do fan you know base as enough well. about like yeah the fan base to to make a yeah judgment yeah call. yeah. I think I think you'll find plenty of people on the popular anime forums that complain about it or just meme meme on it because it's uh, it's a thing for sure. Like if you go to, um, I use any list or my anime list, you will find plenty of people talking talking a mean game about it. Damn. Speaking of my hero, uh, hero academia, I went. I dressed up as a character, Ooh. and I got a lot of people like giving me stuff for it. I was really proud of it. However, it took me a minute to realize that I actually had a oh creeping on me. Like as I would turn around, and people would be sneaking pictures of me. Ooh. Jesus, like. You can ask me for a picture. That's fine. But, like, don't be creepy and just awkwardly take a picture of me and then try to run away and act like I didn't see anything. So, if it's happened to me, it's happening to, like, a bunch of people. That's just really uncomfortable. Although, Matt, I guess maybe we're in the minority, too. You want to know the score distribution for My Hero Academia? What do you mean score distribution? uh, Rating. Rating. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. So, people who rated it 100... 47,529. Okay. People who rated it 90 is 77,000. 80, which is a pretty decent median, is at 109,000. 72,000 for 70. 60, 27,000, 50, 13,000. And about 
522,000 people have completed up to the current season. Just on one uh, website. So that's like, but that's that's not a lot of a show, right? That's like a, a tiny amount comparatively. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is fairly interesting. But it, but it obviously is like a, a very dedicated fan base if they're going to be this extreme. It's the number four popular all time, number one popular in 2016, number four highest rated spring 2016, number one pop, most popular spring 2016. Good God. All, all time, like across every single anime ever, it's number 434, which you have to admit is probably pretty high. What's number one? Is it Dragon Ball Z? I'll tell you what number one is going to say. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that is funny to say that though. Um, no, it is great. Popularity. The number one of all time. Oh, this, might, this might make people angry. Uh-oh. Um, let me just make sure I'm reading this right. I don't want to get this wrong. Was it a different language? No, no. It's like it's like ranked differently. That's all. This I'm I'm doing it by popularity right now. So by popularity, the most the most popular, I guess that's not the highest. I want to go to average score. Okay. 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 So it's tied between uh, Gintama season four and Fruits Baskets, the final season. Which ah. Oh! And 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 Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> yes. Opinions. No, just woof. <laughs> Swing and miss. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fun fact: I did not watch the last season of Fruits Basket, but I read the manga, so it's fun. That's so funny. Don't don't do it. It's not, it's not a popular idea. It's not a popular idea. It, it, um, it belongs in the same corner as Voltron season eight for me. <laughs> the last season of Fruits Basket. Arguably further in that corner, but still. Wait, I'm confused. Why are you telling me not to watch it when I've read the entire manga? Then you have to watch it because then you've already. Well, the manga. then you already. They, they don't do anything that the manga doesn't do. Okay, so I was say, I was like, it's as far as pretty much the same. They remade it to follow the manga. Hmm. Alright, Crystal, did you get all your opinions about My Hero Academia? We didn't actually throw to you, although you, you know, you used to say to your opinion. I, I, I did what I normally do. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not, that wasn't a complaint. You know, listen, <laughs> I was just, I was just making sure you got to say your piece. Oh, yeah. About the show. Alright, then we will throw to you for your pick. Most toxic fan base. <laughs> for for today, probably my hero. However, say the of same all time, one. I, of all time, would you let me finish, woman? <laughs> you talk the most. <laughs> of all time. Of all time, it, it it would either be the creepy pasta fandom or the My Little Pony fandom. I do have a good creepy pasta. I think. What the fuck is creepy pasta? You haven't you right. know what creepy pasta is? Come on, you have to have a creepy pasta. Steve, take it away. I'll let I'll let Chris <laughs> explain the pony yeah, no, no, uh, no, my little Steve, pony fandom. Go ahead and, and give the, the creepy pasta explanation. Yeah, creepy pastas are popular, most popular on image boards. For their their shit posting relevance when it comes to people being like, you were I was alone, and then the phone rang and said hello is girl there, 
and then I was girl all along. And I go, and you snicker, <laughs> and you go, ha ha ha, that's a good shit. But but creepy pastas are also like, oh, there's a there's a there's a thing in the forest, and they tell all the park rangers, don't go near the stairs and don't look at them. It's and then some of them are really well written, but I think the most famous version of creepy pastas, I guess, would be the SCP. Series? Yeah, the the S the SCMP or yeah, Secure Containment Protocol, which is like a yes. big big fandom on the internet. There's a lot of people who like SCP, and it's like just a community of people who write stories about anomalous, like X Files esque yeah. type creatures that um, exist in the world. Although but, I right. won't lie, let me put my favorite. Hatali is up there too. Hatali and Homestuck are both up there. Um, <laughs> Why I don't play League of Legends anymore? The best creepy pasta <laughs> I can get to you. All right, cheers, cheers. <laughs> okay, okay. No, we're, we're going to do this for real. We're going to do this for real. Steve, would you like to do a reading of this particular creepy pasta? Might take me a little bit. Do you, I can do it. I'll do it if you don't want to. No, but we, we have the time. I'll try and do it. We just read it. <laughs> I work in the morning. All right. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll keep it moving. We won't keep it too late. If if it's um, good. But uh, also to give an idea, if you've ever seen any of the like Sonic.exe games where it was like quote unquote twisted Sonic or like Sonic was some kind of aggressive virus ghost or whatever the fuck, sure. whichever thing they decided to make him, most of those started with creepypastas of Sonic. Because they would also take like things from other fandoms and make them dark and edgy or really they made shadow disturbing. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like they would do the fucking crossed out eyes or shadow with like the the red peeking out from like just pitch black over the eye line stuff. The really uh-huh. scr- scratchy. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess the, uh, the, the most famous you might be actually get is, is Slender Man. Yes, Slenderman. Slenderman's oh, creepy. see, that Slenderman's, one I understand. Slenderman's a creepy pasta. There was a murder over Slenderman, but he's a he's a Slenderman. How is he creepy pasta? Well, because it was created on creepy pasta. It was actually so like a contest, it's called, right? So yeah. it's it was a a platform called creepy pasta. No, no, it's just like it's a thing. It's not like a platform. It it, it ended up being. No, so it ended up being called creepy pasta because it was creepy images, quote unquote, that being copy pasted pasted. across the internet. Or it was like creepy stories being copy pasted. Where does pasta come from? Like copy paste. Copy pasta. Why is it creepy paste? Because that doesn't sound as good. Because the world isn't ready for that. Pasta is not paste. Um, I mean, it was like early two thousands. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's early two thousands. Yeah, no. This was around the same. This was around the same time that there was like the chain emails or like send this to ten people or you'll die within seven days and yada yada. I think that's from a movie. Uh, Yes, they did steal (laughs) a lot of creepy pasta stuff. You will notice steals things from other things. Wow. Um. But. Considering that there was an actual murder, at least one actual murder, two, because I think there was one for Laughing Jack, too. Yeah, I have one for Laughing Jack. I'm um, not clicking the link. I refuse. It's too creepy. 
Um, I don't trust that font. I don't trust that font. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, I, I think at the very least, creepypasta is the most viscerally <laughs> toxic that I have seen a fandom get. So why? Be- what do they do? That's because it is designed to be creepy. But what makes their fandom it, it, so? The fact that their fandom has literally emulated the stuff to the point of committing murder, like right. convicted committed murder. I, I I would argue though that a fourteen year old girl is not like on real creepypasta. Like I doubt she's on the four chan message boards. Like I think she just really? probably like really you you sure about that? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure about that? You wrong. I... <laughs> Matt, this is where I tell you that I was on the 4chan message boards. I regret uh, that time. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, 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 I also like to tag God, in. But... There was also this thing called Tokyo Pop had a oh website. And they were pretty crazy on there, too. Yeah. I, I don't what? think you understand, Matt, how actually <laughs> violent... <laughs> girls playing pretend tends to be and how that doesn't calm down in teenage years um honestly <laughs> to get real with you 14 you've already had your period so mm. you're so already getting worse. cleaning up blood it, yeah <laughs> I, I bleach has become your best friend no no bleach white vinegar All right. <laughs> um, but no, like um, the, Do you so have the, one creepy pasta we should share before we move on to the next. The the oh, creepy pasta one is is the most aggressive, like the most violently toxic. All right, don't show me experience. something scary. <clears throat> um, Hannah's My Little here. Pony is the most disgustingly toxic that I've ever seen. The bronies. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. Um, do, uh, before we, is there anything else we want to say about creepypasta before we move on? Tis creepy. All right, good to go. Okay. All right, <laughs> good talk. Crystal. Yeah. Tell us about My Little Pony fandom, I'd... and I'm, I'm I'm assuming you're not talking about the target audience for My Little Pony. Correct. I'm not talking about the target audience. I'm talking about what ended up being the actual fandom, which is the Bronies. Lay it on me. I am ready. Not really. Do yourself a favor and never Google pony in a jar. I forget which pony it was. Well. No! Stop! Do not pass! Go! Go to jail! I told you not to Google it. Anything you do is on your head at that point. That's fair. Um, I don't even know what it is, but it just but sounds like a bad idea. It, it is, yes. Um, I see a little pony in a jar. My safe search is off. Are you looking at stories, or are you just looking at images? Images. It, I look at stories. Stories. If you if you're that determined to see, or well, not stories, but like actual oh. web search. Oh no! I see. Yeah. Um. Oh, not the fucking lavender town creepy pasta. Oh, who doesn't love the lavender town? Um. Well, All right, we'll get back to that. But, let's, let's 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 go over this jar. We don't have to talk about the jar. There was the jar incident. There was the incident where the creators specifically made 
a um a pony to represent a fan who was wheelchair bound from like fan from the target audience that oh, just yes. legitimately loved love the love the show i'm i'm a big fan of that um the creators who knew that the more adult side of the fandom created rule 34 art for all the ponies despite the fact that they are implied to be underage for most of the show um oh my god went listen we allegedly here i'll put allegedly over everything went listen we know that you make certain types of fan art for all of the ponies we're just gonna ask you to leave this particular one alone because it was made for a very oh no don't do that i'm sorry i'm sorry but like you gotta know better don't challenge the internet at anything it wasn't even a challenge they were like this do what you're gonna do but just we don't want this one specific child who we made this particular character for to see porn. But the internet being full of assholes made it their fucking mission to make the most porn of that specific character. Yeah, I I, I feel like... Without it being a challenge, that they took it as, oh, it's a challenge, got it. Yeah. I know. That's why you just don't acknowledge it. Just let it happen. The, the more you beg the internet, the more it's going to do the exact opposite. So. So, internet, do not listen to this podcast at all. It's terrible. <laughs> I don't think it works for us. <laughs> um, this is totally not obvious. Reverse psychology. <laughs> the internet does exactly. <laughs> the internet is the most contrarian entity on the, in the, on the face of the earth. Uh, yeah. um, all right. So. Where did it start? Is it ironic, or do they really just like My Little Pony? Like, I'm trying to figure. Th- I'm trying to wrap my head I, around this. Are bronies it, just variations of furries? No. Okay. Okay. That was a very or, firm. Well. No. <laughs> okay. oh. You just backtrack. So wait, the yes or the no? I would say no, but arguably, depending on what what side of brony you're talking about. Thank God. It, it could be a all all squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares type situation. That's fair. Because there there are some that just like legitimately enjoy the show in the same way that like I enjoy most of the Monster High movies. Some of the more recent ones, nah. but I'm obviously not the target audience. Sure. Um. But. The other side of bronies are the I wouldn't trust a child within a hundred feet of them just off of vibes alone. Jeez. Type. And granted, that's me being judgy, but like I'd rather be safe than sorry on that particular case. You know? No, yeah, I understand that. I'm, I'm, I'm um, not arguing. And as what you probably have read during this conversation, Matt. I'm uh, reading. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm, uh, I, I'm not necessarily wrong in erring on the side of caution here. I, I haven't. I never denied that. I, I am. Um. I'm enriching my life. Uh, sure. In ways that I can never undo. It, the, the, Matt, I just want you to know. I warned you not to Google this. Oh, I know. And you did reverse psychology. Or at least he, he believed it was reverse psychology. 
Challenge accepted. <laughs> no. Yeah. Ugh. Um. And these aren't even like the worst things that I. Well, the the creepy pasta might be stuff might be some of the worst things that I've heard fandoms doing, but um. This this is one of the reasons why I. I don't think that fandoms are worse than they were. I think that we just have more immediate access to information that makes it seem that way because we're hearing about things in real time as opposed to like months later. For it was so weird. Especially in association with fandoms. I'm going to go off topic for a moment, but like whatever your cup is like design, Matt, it looked oh. like there was like. <laughs> a filter over it hiding like product placement <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck does he have and how's right. that happening right now <laughs> yes it is product placement uh, tea homemade tea, tea. <laughs> it's actually Arizona <laughs> yeah right um excuse me now I'm drinking my tea um <laughs> alright my little pony mm. uh, that is uh, anything else we want to say Knight uh, or Steve have any response to My Little Pony fandom? Nothing I could say. I I never was interested in watching it. I've only ever heard the bad things about bronies. I remember going to, I think, MetroCon with you, uh, Crystal, and I think someone said, there's a group of bronies over there. Stay away. I was like, okay. (laughs) So that's just like the, yeah, the ghost. I wasn't a child. I was an adult. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's just, it ended up being a, a, like almost like a black mark of just like air on the side of caution around this particular fandom unless like they're actually kids in which case like they're the target audience they're fine well aren't they then not bronies are aren't they strictly adults the bronies are strictly specifically adult men that enjoy my little pony there's a certain voice actor who cracked a joke that he was a brony when he got a voice acting role for Pokemon because the Pokemon that he was getting to be the voice of uh, is a horse. Um, And that voice actor is? One who had allegations come out against him I think it was like two or three years later. (laughs) Wow. Oh, dear. Wait, was he also in Genshin? One of the voice actors got replaced because of some allegation. Hang on. Because now I need now I need to check now I need to check his IMDb. Oh my god. That rapid typing tells me that Steve might also be checking. I'm just checking something really quick. Mm-hmm. Just asking questions. I'm asking something. Zachary Gordon? No. Oh. oh wait, no. Elliot Gindy. Nope. Oh. Well, they were also accused of sexually inappropriate behavior. So, don't support. Uh, Alright. I don't think he was in Genshin, but I was not paying attention at the time. Well, it's the, this is the one I was talking about. Talking about. If, if it wasn't that guy, then it, he wasn't in it. Yeah. This particular voice actor was not in Genshin. I don't know how this particular I don't even know how to say this character's name. Work, all things considered. There's a whole bunch of letters in here. I don't, I don't know how they line up. There's a, bowl, a whole bunch of letters in where? What? 
There's a whole bunch of letters in this name. I don't know how to say them. It's a Genshin character name. Why is anime say? <laughs> oh, no, um, just because Laid Back Camp Season 3 is coming out. I don't know if that means anime is saved. Anime sure. is saved. Miyamoto himself what's, has said it. What's coming Twitter. back? You, you know what? Well, well, Matt's setting up for the next question that yeah. he may or may not have. No. You know what I find hilarious <laughs> still yes. every time? Jeez. Hayao Miyazaki is technically banned from Studio Ghibli property, <laughs> and he will not stop showing up to work. They say he stands outside the windows and is like, let me in. <laughs> he just, he, I had this idea. Time, he's like, like Go I'm going to retire. And th- this man's never going to retire. And like, I, I'm not upset about it because I love the stories that Hayao Miyazaki tells. But like, <laughs> they, he, they, they have tried marking him as fired and as banned, and he still shows up on property. He's like, Jesus I'm still coming over to hang out anyway. <laughs> I All also right. really, I, I, I feel marginally bad, but I really enjoyed his response to um, an AI dude that showed up to Studio Ghibli to try to pitch one of their softwares to them, and he just like tore it apart in like a sentence or two. Times were tough, really. Like, well, Hayao Miyazaki is a notorious like traditionalist especially when it comes to, like, producing 2D uh, art and animation. Sure. Which, I, I mean, considering that Studio Ghibli's bread and butter, effectively, like, understandably so. Um, but, like, even then, arguably, his son is... leans... Like, he's more progressive than his dad, but definitely still seems to lean more towards, like, traditional methods of at least producing the art mm-hmm. um but like that the, the these ai dudes chose the wrong day to have their pitch meeting with studio ghibli because hayao miyazaki was on site and in that meeting oh, like th- this is the same man that has zero fear in saying that anybody that sexualizes his female leads is a problem. And I, I'm glad that he has zero fear about that, actually. Like, right. I'm, I'm glad he says something about it. Fair enough. That's kind of refreshing. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I, I do think it's refreshing. Especially considering the reputation that Japan has when it comes to treatment of women and girls in general. Um, It's very refreshing to see somebody from Hayao Miyazaki's generation like be, be at least if not proof that that's not necessarily the national mindset an exception to the rule because obviously I don't live there. I can't say what the more prevalent mindset is hmm. because just like over here, I don't know how much is going unreported over there Fair to enough. even okay. make okay. it into any kind of calculations for like how things are handled. Touche. Okay, I'm down with that. Um, moving on. I will. Are anything else on on bronies, pup, or ponies in general? I think we I, <laughs> dug I, as I deep think. as we want to go. 
Yeah. Um, so I had I had some hard time deciding, but in the end, it really wasn't a hard choice. As someone who has been part of probably, like, famously, some of the most toxic fandoms of all time, Star Wars, Destiny, I think there is one clear one that stands above them all that's been around since the early 90s that just is the epitome of just everything awful when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to... <laughs> don't ruin it, Steve! <laughs> it's Magic the Gathering. That is, that is, I don't think I'm telling any tales out of school. Uh, when, you know, uh, notoriously the worst fandom ever. Um, as far as I, you know, like, they complain about everything. They, they hate the game that they play. They, um are like the the inventors of the whole don't shower before you go to a con thing because they've been doing it since the 90s um and you know like there's even memes about how many butt cracks you can go and see at a fucking magic event wasn't there a guy that used to go around to different magic events in a robe and would do like a praying yes thing to all the just like anybody who didn't have like a belt on (laughs) attempt to have their pants pulled up yep that's uh I, I and, guess by your logic then the Dungeons and Dragons fandom isn't all that far behind. I would say I, I would have said yes, but uh, uh it's it's amazing to me that in the last few years, I guess you know, with with especially since um holy shit, that show that Night loves so much. Critical role? No. The one on Netflix. Stranger Things. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, what other D&D show is there? So, with I think Stranger Things brought D&D back. Like, it's cool to like D&D now, which, fuck all of you. It, it's been hard <laughs> to like D&D for 20 years, and now all of a sudden it's fucking cool? I just want to say, like, before Stranger Things happened, I went to Full Sail, and everyone loved D&D there, so, because, you know, okay. loved the creators there. were there, so. That's yeah. fair, but I'm talking about, like, mainstream. That's fair. And, and no offense, but, you know, like, you guys went to a very special school with, like, a, the group of people you went with fit a certain criteria. That I oh, yeah, think... yeah, yeah. We yeah, we can say one of them extensively gonna... in multiple classes. Yeah, nerds. <laughs> no, like uh, he was. Mm. Okay, all right, fair. But his name is Thor. Oh, oh yeah, yeah no, he 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 was he was the brand to get upset about. Uh, the I, Jane I broke Foster him. Thor. He was so mad. I I was very proud of you for how mad you made him. <laughs> <laughs> he got red in the face. He was shaking. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I think. The, the most the, the thing about magic that separates it from D&D is like magic is getting more popular because they're doing a lot of crossovers for no fucking reason like they're now like it's true there are my little like, pony magic I cards. hate to there interrupt you Matt but I literally have like on my for you page people being like there's this amazing game called Magic the Gathering Ugh, and you Jesus can now Christ. play it online <laughs> You can now play it online. Can you believe it? I'd like to point out that Magic the Gathering Online, before Arena came out, has been around since like 98. And it still looks the same. The interface is still just as bad. Because they don't they don't support it anymore because they like Arena's better, which it's not. Um 
It's also coded in the worst way possible. Um, every card they have to program like every interaction with it, and it's like it makes no sense. Um, but yeah, like it's just it's becoming more mainstream now. But I think people are gonna like realize quickly that the the core fan base is just evil. And like, not only <laughs> not they, nice. That's that's certainly for sure, <laughs> right? But they're also like they feel superior to everybody else, which is the worst part. They're okay with isolating themselves because they think they're better than everybody. Um, you know, and I have to hand it to Richard Garfield, um, who figured out a way, and it, it is an incredible game. Like, I'm not gonna take anything away from Magic itself. It is addictive, and it is, like, the perfectly designed, like, even people who don't know, have never played card games are like, oh, yeah, I understand this, and this is cool. I, like, even if you don't get into it, like, acknowledge that, people acknowledge that it's an incredible mm. game. However, I think this is the best quote ever. It's like, you can design a game where when you lose, you can blame your deck. And like, oh, I didn't draw the right cards. But if you win, you feel like a fucking genius. Mm. And then people just take that to the nth degree. Mm. And that's what makes magic just fucking awful, in my opinion. I'd um, argue as, please. that Yu-Gi-Oh! is slightly worse only because it's a Magic the Gathering ripoff and they still act like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's that a is simpler fair. battle system. You forget they take out, about the heart I'm sorry, of the it cards. used to be a simpler battle system. Yeah. It, where they took out yeah. a lot of the math. It's I, since not, added I a lot of math back in. to learn yeah. how to play Magic the Gathering. Jerry tried explaining it to me, and I rage quit. I was like, fuck this, it's too hard, I'll play Yu-Gi-Oh! It is way easier than Yu-Gi-Oh! I, I know! I mean, Crystal, as someone who played both, what are, you, what are your thoughts? I think... I think Yu-Gi-Oh! is simpler, but okay. I think that Magic the Gathering has the one that makes more sense once you understand the system. Okay, that's fair. Like I, I'd say that Magic the Gathering has the more solid system. Yu-Gi-Oh took out certain mechanics. Yeah. It, and I granted, I'm throwing this accusation. I don't actually know if the creators of Yu-Gi-Oh looked at Magic the Gathering and went, we're going to make our own version and just take out some <laughs> of this math. Uh, that's not the case anymore because now Yu-Gi-Oh is far more convoluted than Magic the Gathering has ever been in my opinion. <laughs> um, it's fair. Like, the second Pendulum Summoning got introduced into Yu-Gi-Oh, I fucking lost track of all the mechanics. What do you mean, Pendulum? Um, a lot of trap cards, spell cards... Was that spell uh, cards? Oh, no, those are also there. Pendulum Summoning was around the phase where on where in the Yu-Gi-Oh trading card game, you could summon on your field and on your opponent's field. No. Because the summoning was swinging back and forth like a pendulum was the way that my brain understood it. Um, no. Absolutely not. I don't want that. I who, who call bullshit that? on anything that allows you to summon something on your opponent's side of the field that's not just something to take up space. <laughs> but Yu-Gi-Oh! also stopped giving a shit, it seems, about how many monster slots you have on the board. Where you can summon in excess less that I heard. Like, I'd, it, it's gone off the rails to the point where I don't even blame the show anymore for not following the rules of the <laughs> IRL card game. Because, like, I, I, I couldn't even tell you what the rules fucking are anymore. <laughs> Alright, this brings up a good point. So now I want to I wanna just focus on magic for one more minute. 
I would like to understand from the outside anyone who's ever like so in like embedded in the community that like I kind of I, w- I want to know if anyone else has an opinion of magic like have they heard about how toxic the fandoms are and like from the outside so let's start Steve have you heard anything about the magic community just like in your in your in your passings on the internet so to speak um you know we've talked a little bit about it i think i keep on the passing and the peripheral of it of course um it's traded almost like a stock for some people People it is it's a collectible for some people it is an entire economy we could do an entire podcast on how to like make money on magic just it's like just as complicated as we're not doing it night but i'm saying you could Oh, Matt, yeah. I do actually. Since we brought up Yu-Gi-Oh, all right, I do have a question. How did Magic the Gather, Magic the Gathering, have a crossover with Duel Masters, but not Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, Wizards owns Duel Masters. Wait, do they really? Yeah, Wizards owns a lot of stuff. <laughs> I, I mean, I know Wizard Wizards owns a lot of stuff. I didn't realize they own Duel Masters. And they, have, knows, they have two things that are profitable. That, that, that <laughs> explains that because well, I was just looking through the list of like crossover stuff that they've done, and I was like, all right, Team Fortress kind of makes sense considering the popularity of that game. Plants vs Zombies. All right, again, that was a fucking popular thing. Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. No idea why that book got mentioned in uh, like they're counting that as a crossover but like it, it's just that magic the gathering cards were mentioned in the book yeah um hero scape all right that makes sense to me dual masters now makes sense uh, you told me wizards <laughs> of the coast owns them minecraft all right popularity thing transformers popularity thing modern family mm. yeah, uh, again know. they're counting that as a crossover modern family just happened to mention the fucking Indeed. series that's fair of trading card games um dungeons and dragons we already knew about that because yeah, we've, no we've talked about that before and my literally pony, the same company <laughs> yeah my little pony you you uh brought up earlier in this conversation Godzilla, again also owned by hasbro which is yeah. you know very true uh, godzilla walking dead stranger mm-hmm. things league of legends i didn't know had a crossover yep. with, with magic the gathering so i didn't know about the arcane cards um, I also didn't know about the Street Fighter crossover. Yep. Uh, Fortnite doesn't surprise me because, again, popularity. Warhammer does and doesn't because I know that it's popular with its fan base. Um, Smite, again, doesn't shock me. Lord of the Rings didn't shock me when that happened. No, Lord um, of the Rings makes sense, but some of these, like, what really bothers me is now I have to sit across the table from someone, and starting next, you know, in the next couple months when they announce, like, they already announced it, when mm. Marvel cards come out, I'm going to have to yeah. sit, like, my high fantasy game that I've been playing since 1993, I have to now play against someone who's going to play a Thanos <laughs> as a legitimate magic card. Thanos Wait, why don't they just use, like, the magic base users? Well, no, this is, like, some of those cards... So in order, because this is both an economy and a product, they have to make the cards good enough where people will want them and desire them to play in their decks. I know, so but like, like so they're if worth they money. wanted to like theme it, like why didn't they use like I don't know, like Doctor Strange? Because they're trying to profit Scarlet off of Witch. the ones that they've marketed in the MCU. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot more, and there's a lot more people who know. Don't roll your eyes too hard tonight. You'll time travel. 
It's I, again, um, this is something I have rolled my eyes about yeah. many, many times. Uh, uh, it's getting worse and worse. Creep show I haven't heard of in years, so I'm mildly surprised about that one. Evil Dead doesn't shock me. Doctor Who doesn't yeah, shock me. Princess shocking. Bride kind of throws me for a loop. That IP they they've been. Very I'm not surprised about Creep Show because Creep Show had a comeback. Did it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It wasn't during. Just been under a rock. As it wasn't during goes. Halloween. It was like fucking random as hell. Mm. <laughs> hell. No. Um, Jurassic Park apparently is getting. Yep, um, in the new set, which is a, a dinosaur set. set, so it's okay. I understand. That's in supposedly like. That that's supposedly this month. Tomb Raider yep. is obviously them making an appeal off of yeah. Though arguably the timing's very weird. Um, to to do a release now if you're trying to appeal off of popularity. Um, Fallout has a set apparently slated for early next year. Yep. Assassin's Creed and Final Fantasy. Yep. Like I. I know. It, it definitely... The list, and especially how condensed the release dates for those crossovers gets, I know. the further down the list you go, definitely tells me that they are indeed just kind of trying to appeal to popularity to keep Profits. interest in their game, which you would arguably be better served by actually just appealing to the fan yeah. base that you currently have and making the game stronger but hey, i agree what do i know but i think what happened was and, and this is the last story i'll tell before we move on to the the top 10 fandoms that are evil um is i blame the the toy market more or less mm. like you know toys r us when toys r us closed hasbro lost their biggest source of income right like completely, they had no. They couldn't make as much money on toys. They could do collectibles, but they you couldn't go to a store and buy like all the Hasbro action figures and everything. Well, you could, but not one centralized location the way that Toys R Us was. Exactly, because now you'd have to hit up your local comic shop or your video game store. What whether? <laughs> yeah. Regardless of whether or not it was a chain. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, but now, like the only profitable part of hasbro is magic the gathering mm. and they're basically told double your profits in five in five to ten years and this is the only way it's not sustainable they're gonna hit every market and people like who actually play the game are gonna get wallet fatigue you know it was it was one thing when you had a release every three months and you yeah. could like okay now i'm gonna buy this new product i'm gonna spend you know and magic's mm. expensive that's another reason it's toxic the average <laughs> magic deck is over a thousand dollars so you ain't cheap to play magic Speaking of um, personal experience, sure as hell. Yeah, I've spent. I, 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 I do not want to know. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I think Matt's told me before how he doesn't want to do the math for how much money he spent on magic. It's it's in the hundreds of thousands. I know that for a fact. Um, over my over twenty five years, but um, it's not like eventually it's gonna collapse. Mm. Like, the fan base that made it popular. Like, the people who buy the Marvel one aren't going to stick around. No. Right? They're there they, for that thing. The, them, kind of like a lot of the, I'd argue, the Lord of the Rings ones, um, are going to be there to grab the art or the characters. Or if yeah. they do something like the one ring card, they're going to be trying to hunt for that singular fucking card. Yep. And, and Post then, Malone now owns it. Spent almost $2 million on it. Th this is entirely unrelated. But really quick, 
Why is Machine Gun Kelly swinging at Eminem again? I don't fucking know. No, he lost last time. He's trying he's to stay relevant. He, he didn't learn his lesson, up, So he's trying to find a new topic. He's just, he's chasing the clout. That's what he's doing. Clout chasing. <laughs> Did it again. We don't need to bring him up on, on our podcast. No, that's fair. <laughs> um, Alright, that's all I have to say about magic. J- just, future Matt, replace that name with, like, clown horn noises. <laughs> Um, Knight or Crystal, do you have any opinions? I know very much outside about the magic community. Have you heard any like rumblings or anything in your in your passings about the magic fandom before we move on? I've heard that they don't shower. Correct. And that they are they tend to be misogynistic and gatekeeping. Yeah, yes. I, they tend to be very sexist. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally are. We all are. <laughs> Matt joke. being the exception to the rule on that. I on listen both, I was... on both of those, actually. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I was you interested in the joke. Wow. Um, anywho, all right, moving on. Um, let's go through. I, I've, 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 I've uh, searched the internet as you, uh, as you do, mm-hmm. and I have put together a list of the what a lot of people consider the top 10 fandoms that are toxic, and we'll just go through these real quick. Um, we've already been talking for almost two hours straight and like now no no show to interrupt it. So this is a lot. I'm sorry guys. We're almost there. Um let's go through this list and I want to see all of you guys' opinions. Starting with Um actually <laughs> the number one uh, according to all the internet is my hero academia. So <laughs> Bravo Knight. I knew them toxic bitches. Uh, <laughs> so okay we already we already talked about at length so let's move on um marvel is number two i could see that especially <laughs> if you're talking especially if you're combining mcu fandom and comics fandom yeah I, it's I, all, I, all I, marvel just gonna point at my hero academia again and then sure. to marvel and put an equal sign you think they're the same basically yeah okay fair yeah, because My Hero Academia is basically just the anime equivalent of the Marvel fandom. Yeah. And in, in my experience. Okay. Uh, Steve, what are your thoughts on Marvel? In general or like Or the Marvel fandom. <laughs> uh, do you think it how how do you think it ranks on the toxicity scale? In general, they're losing money. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, not I think, I think they're lower on the totem pole right now. Okay, you think so? I mean it's just because they're like they're falling out of favor. Yeah, it's just not, you know, it's not as, I, not as popular. I, I don't I don't know about that. I, I do think, I think they're more spread out because of how many mediums Marvel has. There's still many... very much sex, sexism in Oh, there's Marvel. 100% still fucking sexism like in people, the fandom. The amount like... of people... You go first, Knight. No, no, well, I was just going to say, like... Before it was like, what you only read comics because of like this handsome person, and now it's like you're only reading comics because they add females. Yeah, you even though fem- what in the sorry, just a little vent. I'm trying to make bracelets, and they're not cut. There's these are two different beads. How am I supposed to use this? I can't. <laughs> There's supposed to be a hole. There's no hole. <laughs> 
Uh, mark that. <laughs> there is no hole. How are you supposed to go without the hole? All right, marked. Very good. Very good. Um, Thank you, the, Next the season's going to be great. The amount of people that fucking got... And I, I vented to... This is just one particular incident. Okay. Um, Just because it's happened... It happened within the past couple of years. And I, I remember talking with Knight about this. During... um. Captain Marvel's latest run, the the 2019 run, um, mm-hmm. the comics where where she had what I call her her Captain Marvel dark situation, which mild spoilers that she had a symbiote uh, supreme intelligence merge as like her villain for that arc. Yeah, that fucked you. Oh up. my god, dope. Uh, yeah, um, she beat Thor in a fight, and the amount of dudes on the internet who got fucking pissy about it <laughs> astronomical really? because they got super upset about it. oh well he could just call back that the entire point was because the thing that got me was that in the comic panels yeah. carol acknowledged that thor with his hammer would beat her okay. so mm-hmm. she yeeted the fucking hammer <laughs> like she blasted it off into deep space. Space. <laughs> um, like she took the hammer out of the equation. She was like, with the hammer, you're right, you win this. But without the hammer, no, you don't. <laughs> um so like there was an acknowledgement of power scaling. But also, Marvel's had this situation before where they've acknowledged especially via Deadpool and Squirrel Girl, mm-hmm. that whoever wins the fight is entirely based on who the writer is and who they think wins the fight and exactly. how they write them. Okay. 100%. That's all. So, I mean, like... But that's what you got to understand. It's like, it's just a comic book. It's just for yeah. fun. Um, like, it, and especially when they introduced multiverses, like, fucking forever ago, because the MCU was not for anybody playing at home who has never read the comics and like, they only know the MCU know that the multiverse has been a concept for the Marvel universe in the comics for decades now. So it's not a new thing. It's basically to the point where if you write a fan fiction, Technically, that arguably could be a multiverse for Marvel. That's all Marvel is now. It's just fanfiction. It's fanfiction.net. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sure. It, it's about as toxic as fanfiction.net, too. Um, all right. Um, moving on. Yeah. Um, surprising no one, mm-hmm. Rick and Morty is on this list. That does not shock me at all. I still fucking remember the fucking Szechuan sauce incident, you motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I, I refuse to watch it because yeah, because it's supposed to be there's supposed to be Doc and Marty. I don't like it. I know, I know that pisses me off more than. And here's what I don't like the more: it was actually like the first season or two were pretty funny. Like it wasn't the greatest thing ever in the world, but like I love Back to the Future. I love the references. I love like the humor was good in some of that stuff. Um, as crass as it may be, however. The fans fucking ruined it for everybody. Like you can't enjoy that shit without but being lumped in. Did the voice actor also get replaced for uh, Rick? 
Yes. Well, so origin originally it was the same guy voicing both Rick and Morty, wasn't it? Correct. It was both, one guy. Both were Dan, uh, Dan Harmon. Is that his name? Is Dan Harmon or is it the other guy? I think it was Dan Harmon. Um, and they've in recent seasons they've expanded it so that it's not Dan Harmon talking to himself the entire fucking time. Well, well no, like it, someone got fired because of he did something. Oh, I, I think didn't. It was I didn't oh no, no, it, sorry, it was not. It was Justin Rowland. Justin oh, Roiland. There we go. The other guy. Dan okay. Harmon is the other creator, but yes, it is. Um, he was accused of things. But I believe, and I, let me let me look this up to be sure, he was um acquitted. Acquitted. Not that that means anything. But we have to, you know, say it. Well, I, I guess the, the, the important terminology was he acquitted or was he proven innocent? But that's actually a very good question. Let me pull it up. Before I say shit. Well, like, was the case just dropped for a, for a deal, or? <laughs> uh, that is very fair. And just Hold to make up. sure I followed this right, this is for Justin Roiland? He's the one who got the accusations? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's see. Uh, it was the, the charges were dropped, mm-hmm. and let's explain why. Yeah, Roland pled not guilty, and charges were dismissed in March 2003, reportedly due to insufficient evidence. Though adults with the channel, as already announced, January depart the show. Mm. So. Mm. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, they, they didn't have the evidence, but we don't know for certain whether that was good or bad. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to take a stand on the matter. Um, yeah, I, I, I read up yourself. Know, yeah, I was going to say, I definitely don't know enough about the situation to make any, any kind of opinion piece on it. What I will say is that the fandom sucks. Mm. Um, the, the Szechuan sauce incident was just the tip of the eye. They, they feel everyone who watches that show feels they're smart because some of the humor in Rick and Morty is smart, but like, that's not a new thing. Like Simpsons and Futurama have literally created math equations that like from the show, because they were all Harvard writers, like having smart cartoons is not a new thing. And you know, now they think they're all superior because like, again, I think it's a superiority complex in fans. They think they're better than everybody else. They are in on some joke that no one else gets. You but. know what it is for me? Go ahead. The Rick and Morty fandom strikes a very similar chord in terms of like the thinking mm. that they're smarter than everybody else. Strikes a very similar chord as the Big Bang fandom. Big Bang Theory fandom. Specifically in the aspect of thinking uh, that they're smarter please. than everybody else. Yeah. And they're not because that's just. <sighs> but I've already made my statements about how I don't think Big Bang Theory is. Funny. That's fair. Um, On the show. So I won't go any further than that. <laughs> Next one is going to surprise some. And I don't necessarily agree, but it, I found it on multiple websites. So I'm going to bring it up. And Knight, I would like your opinion. Stranger Things is apparently one of the more toxic things. I am not surprised at okay, all. Okay, why? Why is that? <laughs> Because there's, okay, one of the things that I experienced when I started cosplaying as a character from Stranger Things. Yes. Bullying has not stopped for a show that is kind of has to do with some sort of bullying. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's the, the parts of Stranger Things that they watch the show, they enjoy the show. However, there's another part that really enjoy the show, they decide to, like, um, do cosplays of it. And the other side bullies them for it. They're like, oh, you enjoy it that much that you have to cost, like, dress up as a character pretend to be them? That's pathetic. That's how they're like. So it's just constantly fighting within the fandom. And then it's like, oh, this is your favorite character? You just think he's cool because, like, he's handsome or she's cute or whatever. Like, you liking this character is pretty pathetic. And then those who really do like the show, they won't go see certain stars at conventions because they're so caught up in the character that they they portrayed. They're like, that person's bad because... um, I'm drawing a blank on his name. But Lucas, I think that's his name. Sure. I'll trust you. Is that his name? No, I gotta look it up now. I think it's Lucas. I, I don't rewatch. If there's one thing Knight and I do have in common, it's that we want to be very certain of the character or person that we're accusing of things. Yeah, so Caleb McLaughlin, uh, I probably said his name wrong, he plays Lucas in Stranger Things. Because from season one, he was straight up like, and I, I was here for it. He was like, we don't know who this <laughs> fucking girl is. She could be a psychopath. I didn't trust in her. I was like, you go, Lucas. You're fucking right. But because that happened, because he didn't trust the main character of the show, people would not go up to him for his, like, boots for pictures and autographs because they're like, he's a bad person because he didn't want to hang out with Elle. Damn. So they judge him based on the character? The fan base cannot detach themselves, like, separate the actors from their roles. And That's if you want to support a TV show, you should be able to support the actors. Unless they did something hor- horribly wrong, but I don't think he did. And then... Huh, and then we have the super possessive fan base. The opposite of the ones who want to stay away from these actors and actresses. The ones who want to get up close and personal, following them through the streets, trying to get into their hotel rooms, creating the most crazy stories... When season four dropped, Eddie Munson stole the show. Joseph Quinn stole the show. There is a story, and I don't know, I can't remember which one it is, and it was the most reposted, so like the original author wasn't showing anymore. Sure. There was screen captures of a Twitter story where this girl had claimed that she was taken advantage of by... Uh. A certain actor. And no one believed her. But then, her friends who who were going to back her up were also taken advantage of of these other actors. At the same time, which people like did, did some digging and they're like, they weren't even at the same convention, so your story's just not lining up, bro. Uh-huh. It's just chaos. All up in that fandom. Wow. Okay. I'll take it. Anyone else have anything to say on Stranger Things? I think Knight said it pretty good, pretty well, but... I... My only interaction with... Aside from, like, being friends with Knight, who's, as we all know, um, a a good fan of of the show, and not crazy. Correct. Um... (laughs) <laughs> it, Stranger oh, that- Things fandom is just the new generation of the Stephen King fandom for me. Okay, explain. Because it, it's it's very similar theming 
it's a very similar age group of protagonists more often than not. It's, it's the bullying is like cranked up to like fucking 13 out of 10 when it comes to depicting in the show half the time. It, at least off of clips that I've seen. Oh, um, so so for me, it's it's just the Stephen King fandom all over again, which had the exact same problems. Hmm. Has the exact same problems. Hmm. Depending on whether or not you consider the Stephen King fandom dead. I mean... Probably. Alright. <laughs> Steve, anything to add? Uh, no, I think, I think you covered the gambit of it. All right, we got uh, three more to discuss, and then we're out of here. Uh, this has been on seven of the articles I've uh, seen. Uh, pretty much the second biggest, or third biggest, actually, because the second one is up there, too. Um, Naruto. Now, I know nothing about this show, and it's never been mentioned in any of the anime conversations, but it's come up a lot on the internet. There is a long sigh coming for Crystal, so I need to hear from each of you. What the fuck is going on? It's a fucking shit uh, show. Steve, you that. snickered. You you seem to very much enjoy this. Uh, can you give me uh Can you give me uh, uh any any breakdowns of this? <laughs> and Naruto's ended. Um Okay, fair. It's now onto Boruto. His son. What is, is that, Isn't no. there talk about a new one it's with his off. son having a kid or something? It's Saruto or something like that. No, it's yeah. Bo- Boruto. After that. Oh, after well, that? No, no, no. Oh. Yeah. Like, there's talk of another. Yeah, it starts with an S. A follow up of Boruto having kids. It's called Saruto. Well, either way, it'd be, it would be a tragedy if it didn't happen. So. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> All right. So, what am I missing? Sure. Here? Tragedy. Uh, tragedy. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how you describe your shit. The show went, it's gone on for a decade. Okay. So. I think so. Naruto. I think it's been a decade. The the original because I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess for those lists that they're lumping in the Boruto and I guess now Naruto Nar- fandom yeah, yeah, yeah. with Naruto because Naruto was the origin point. Naruto right. was orig- was one of the big three, so to speak, for like early two thousands, early twenty tens yeah. anime. Easily. Um the manga creator <laughs> Is notoriously bad at writing female characters. I mean, amazingly sad. They're so uh, edgy. Like he he acknowledges that he doesn't know how to write female characters, but he has also given no effort in trying to write better female characters. Stick right. to your lane. Um, to to give an example to you, Matt, he wrote two he wrote two female characters in in particular. One was one of the mainstays of the show. Her name was Sakura. Hell yes. Okay. She is notoriously by the fandom called useless because he does not write her doing anything even after a time skip where she trains with the other character that i'm about to mention to give a a short premise naruto's about um ninja villages basically okay and we very specifically follow naruto the title character um and his team, Team 7, which is him, Sakura, the girl that the fandom calls useless, Sasuke, who should have fucking died, and I will die on that fucking hill. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and their teacher, Kakashi. Hell yeah, Kakashi. 
Um, but they are basically ninjas in training for a majority of the show. After time, after time skip, they are technically graduated, but they're still on like the younger slash lower ranking side because if the ninjas are effectively each village's military, so to speak. Ah, okay. Um, post time skip, Sakura trained with a woman named Tsunade. Tsunade, in her introduction, is called the is called physically the strongest of like a legendary trio from the same village that Naruto's from. Okay. So punches that shatter mountains and rearrange geography type strong. It, when she's like using her full strength. Like her introductory fight was her flicking a man so hard that he like flew through a wall or something like that. It's been a long time. I haven't watched a scene or read the manga in fucking forever. I don't remember. Uh, no, I won't be going back to reread it. Sorry. Slash not sorry to keep know. playing. I'm just... No no skin off my neck. Yeah. Um so you have the you have the introduction. One, she's physically the strongest of this legendary trio in terms of like just muscle strength. She's also in again in her introduction, the most skilled medical ninja known medical ninja that is a term because for for naruto there are different techniques that fall under the the umbrella term of jutsu and some of them fall under healing so basically healing magic but applying the word like chakra to it instead of magic or energy or chi the in- okay, insert sure. replacement word for some kind of personal energy that you can direct here. Um, yeah. She's supposed to be the best at it. You would think that would be the perfect person to throw into any wars that you decide to write into your story, right? Sure. Doesn't fucking do that with her. Puts her in charge of the village because the last leader died and we fucking barely hear from her ever again. Wow. Sakura spends three years training with this woman and gets close to her physical strength. Sure. And similar, not quite to her level, but very proficient at healing. Aside from one or two times that she heals somebody on the field, we don't see Sakura do fucking anything either. <laughs> so, the, the long story short, the author is notorious for having the building blocks that could be strong female characters and then just effectively placing them in a closet to never be seen again. But that is of the author, not of the fandom. Yes. The fandom just calls calls them calls Sakura useless because like we never get to see her do anything. Yeah, she just gets moved um, on. Do about five hundred But arts. like it kind of ripple affected from the author to the fandom for hating on a lot of the female characters because they never really do anything. Like, there's a character named Hinata who gets a ton of fucking hate despite, like, her trying her fucking best. I remember the third Hokage, like, she, like, ripped everyone up. Really? 
Third Hokage? Do you mean fourth uh, Hokage? Fourth, yeah, fourth Hokage. I, yeah, I was going to say, Tsunade was four. <laughs> Listen, I, it's been a long time. I have a lot of brain damage since then. <laughs> wow. Lost a lot of brain cells watching Yeah, Naruto. there's so many fucking filler arcs. <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you. Look, we got to go down this forest. <laughs> that, that, and then there's that, this forest over here we got to go down. Yeah, uh, along, with, <laughs> along with me not thinking that it's binge-worthy, Matt, another reason that I haven't brought it forward, there, there's a lot of episodes of fucking naruto it's just oh, too many it's one of those episodes. like even if i did enjoy it it's so much of a time sink that i wouldn't subject anybody else and to 80 percent of what they do during those filler arcs is them just like going to some random shit town getting memed on and then being like oh well we gotta go make gotta find this guy who will tell us where this other guy might be yeah wow yeah, um, yeah, that's a lot of bullshit. So, long story short, those of us who have seen anime are not surprised. Um, though, Knight, did you have any thoughts on the Naruto fandom? Um, Naruto. Not, yeah, they got a little too horny from the beginning. The moment that Naruto and Sasuke accidentally kissed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So they made me uncomfortable real quick, and um, I was quick to be like, you know what? Nobody from Team Seven is my favorite because that just makes me uncomfortable. Mm. I was a child. Then. That's that's fair. It's true, but it did have some of like, the better Except fighting. I did have a weakness to Kakashi, and this is no surprise. Yeah. I, I was about to say, I think Kakashi was a lot of really? people's like first anime crush. Really? Well, because so it, it, it's one of those. He tired. was the. He was the mysterious. He was the character mm. with the mysterious past, and he was always wearing a mask, so you never yeah, saw like, half of his face. Okay. Yes. Yes, he was. Very... Are, you, are you crying, Steve? <laughs> no, no. I was just remembering that there was a there was a conspiracy theory that he was part of the Leaving Brothers crash. And... Wait, what? <laughs> no, Fucking God! No, wait, I didn't hear that. What you say? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. No, tell me, tell yeah, me, I tell forget me. It. Forget okay, it. no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. No, repeat. I can't fucking no, hear. I was saying the rumor was that he was part of the Lehman Brothers crash back in 2008. Wow. <laughs> Team Seven. Revenge for Pearl Harbor. For Harbor Two. Two Pearl to Harbor. <laughs> I, I. That fucking blows my mind. It's okay. I'm gonna blow your mind further. Aldi owns Trader Joe's. No, I knew that. Um, no, damn it. I thought you wouldn't know that. No, I meant to put them in my shit posting, but I don't care anymore. It's it's, it's gonna live there. Um, it's ogre for oh, you, Sasuke. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Matt, you have seen part of the Naruto fandom at one point. Because oh, do you I? remember the Area 51 raid, raid quote-unquote? Oh, yeah. Okay, the yeah. dude that I watched... ran in the background of that one news broadcast? I he watched was, the internet history. He was Naruto yeah. running, yeah. Wow. That's uh, amazing. All right, all right. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anything more about I think we've, we've covered Naruto. We've got two more. All right, let's go. Um, the second to last is uh, the, the cult known as Swifties. The Taylor Swift fans. I was about to say, so the, t- the Taylor Swift fans. They did apparently have one concert register on the Richter scale. They are oh. zombies. The moment Taylor Swift is mentioned, like just the name, a little lyric, they come out of the woodworks and they appear. They're like cockroaches. They, they <laughs> come out of nowhere. It's freaky. <laughs> I'll say like something that happens to be a line in Taylor Swift. Like, oh my god, I'm 
She's not even that good of a lyricist. I want to point that out. She writes really contrived most, music. She's not the greatest singer. She's not a bad singer. No, oh, she's not bad no, say, at she's, all. She's all right. She's not my personal taste. There's a lyric not, that not, she has. I love you to the moon and to Saturn. I'm like, that does, what? What? I don't understand. Yeah. You didn't even come back. <laughs> you just kept going. If anything, you just barely made a right angle, depending on when you hit the moon. <laughs> I think that as you're running yeah. away from me, you want more distance. <laughs> Maybe that's the secret message of that song. I, I don't that's know what, what I think. I'm like, because it's, if it's anything, it's supposed to be uh, Love You to the Moon and Back. What's the, what's the original line from? Isn't it from the movie? Uh, hang on. So I always think it's a wonderful life. I'm like, that's not even the line from that movie. Uh, I can't make any of my bracelets. I have no ease. Uh, so Google claims the phrase originated from the best-selling picture book, Guess How Much I Love You by Sam McGratton. Aw. Cute. Uh, the entire passage reads, I love you up to the moon, said little nut brown hair, and, oh, that's far, said big nut brown hair. So I'm guessing it's a like a family or... Like, like a parent-child thing. Yeah. I wish All I right. had that book. Cool. I had to read the ABCs with my mom, and it was horrible. So Taylor Swift fan is crazy. No doubt. She's a billionaire because of that tour. Yes, oh, she exceeded the GDP of most small countries. Our, her latest tour, like when she did her like concert, she's a billionaire now because of those tickets. Mm. Well, she... She has had this has nothing to do with music. She has gone through so many men. Wasn't there a debacle where she allegedly got upset that people were cracking jokes about all of her songs being breakup songs? And I saying mean, that it was sexist. It's not sexist, it's just acknowledgement. Well, because, <laughs> like, I like, I heard that and I went. But if you were a dude, we'd still be saying the same yeah, thing. thing. It has John Mayer? To do with... <laughs> or, like, you know, the weekend? Granted, I might be giving the internet too much credit, because <laughs> the internet does have a bad habit of being misogynistic. But, like... Wow. But with the Jake Gyllenhaal thing, she released music, and then she did, like, a music video, like, a, an actual story film thing to it. And the amount hate Jake Gyllenhaal got from that was because of Swifties mm. and that thing. Oh my god, yeah. And he like wanted to like hurt himself, right? He was like not good after that. The, the, her fan base has... I think even her, his sister was getting heat. Her, her fan base does... They, they it's like a cult. Can't... It's like a cult. They, they, yeah, they can't separate themselves from... They did Taylor Swift like, dirty. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah, like they they take her defending her very personally, and I I need I need them to understand that it's a parasocial relationship. She does she's not IRL friends with you. Oh. I'm sure people... she's a nice enough person to interact with, but like 
Did There's some people that got so excited seeing um, a person that resembled Taylor Swift. They're like, oh my god, let me get a picture with you. And she's like, I'm not Taylor Swift. They're like, come on, come wow. on. She's like, I'm I'm not. Like, <laughs> I'm going to keep going. That's insane. I don't even know how to like I wonder to if there are other pop stars that would have had, like, if they were popular now as opposed to back then. Like, if like Cher or Pat Benatar or some of the bigger names from like a couple decades ago were at like the peak of their popularity now. Well, I mean, Cher was seeing if about, they would have had. She doesn't need a man. Cher's <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm fine. I don't oh need a no, man. no, no, not not for that. But oh. like, just like if their fandoms, if they were at the peak of their popularity now, if their fandoms would be as bad. As Taylor Swift's. Different times, I can't. Yeah, I think it was different times. Yeah. I think it's really hard to... Because now, like, Cher them. gets, like, um, impersonators. So they're like, wait, is that Cher or is that just an actress? Well, Cher's had impersonators for years. Yeah. She... Um, but it's, like, another thing. Oh, so, like, for a while, they're like, I don't know if I'm looking at her or if I'm looking at somebody else. I, I If I remember correctly, she lost a Cher impersonator contest. To a, to a drag queen, I think. Well, I heard know, about so that. Charlie Chaplin came third in a Charlie Chaplin, you know, look like that. Yeah, it's always funny to me when celebrities like lose, lose a, a, an impersonation contest and they're like, I'm literally the person. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Um, All right. I, Anything more on Swifties? Fucking crazy. Fucking no. crazy. All right. Anybody want to take a guess as to what the internet proclaims pretty much universally? As the number one toxic fandom of all time. Oh, number one. Oh. Tumblr. No. Everyone gets one guess. Steve, what's your guess? Um, Neopets. <laughs> Night- you know what? It's just Harry out of Potter. pocket enough. Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Oh, okay, that's Harry a good one. Crystal, what about you? I, I, I said mine. Tumblr. All right, that's fair. Oh, it is the only period. one I've been avoiding talking about because we haven't talked about it yet. <laughs> I kind of blocked it out of my mind, to be honest with you. I thought it was just like an agreement, like, that's pretty fucking toxic. <laughs> like, we don't even need to acknowledge it. Like, we already know how bad it is. I stopped that right in time, by the way. If I played for six seconds, Disney could sue me. <laughs> That was exactly five I seconds. I mean, it, we kind of did talk about it because, like, Marvel did some of their comics. Mm. Yeah, but listen, I think Star Wars is in a league all its own when it comes Star to toxic. Wars. You know what? I, the fandom really fights about, like, I'm mm. not even into Star Wars, but they really fight about, like, how a Jedi should act, how a Sith Lord should act, and they start talking about how they look. What happened to the aliens. <laughs> oh, don't, don't get me fucking started. Don't, don't like, get me. It's Star Wars. <laughs> Why are we fighting? Just make some new characters and have them purple or or teal. There are I just, teal. I just, I just want to say this really quick. It's not even related to the fandom. Dear, was it Lucasfilms that did uh, Attack of the Clones? 
Uh, it was it was still Lucasfilm. Okay. It was still you know in um, partnership with them, but you know it Lucasfilm, was put on by. I, I need you to understand how <laughs> fucking dirty you did Kit Fisto in the live action. Those prosthetics are garbage <laughs> and look extremely uncomfortable. By the by, I mean you're not wrong. I think they look extremely uncomfortable. But I don't know if they had a choice. I think it was like they were working with. They were limited by the technology of the time. I was about to say, I'll, I'll grant you though, prosthetics were were a bit newer at the time. And would it would it have been better if it was completely digital? I remember Jar Jar Binks. For, so do you. For the time of, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I am saying that there might, there probably could have been a workaround at least for the face. Like yeah. that's like. Oh. You're not wrong. I'm not going to disagree Anyways. with you. Um. So yeah, Star Wars. I think they just hate each other, hate themselves, and hate everything about. Like I've never seen someone universally hate something that they're said they love. Like really, how... Star Wars. Like you know, the ones who hate, like only like two movies mm-hmm. out of all of them. They love A New Hope and they love Empire Strikes Back. That's it. This is how I imagine the life of a, a hardcore Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. An announcement. Oh, there's a new Star Wars. Oh, there's a new fucking Star Wars project. Oh, this is the character. Oh, I fucking hate this character. Oh, this is the story? That's gonna be fucking trash. That's how I imagine it. That's how <laughs> a lot of reactions to the Ahsoka announcement went for, for like what I saw, and I was so annoyed. I cheered. I was so excited for the Ahsoka show. I was I I was I like, get, yes, let Ahsoka have her solo moment. Fuck yeah. She deserves you, you, it. You all fucking hated on Ray because she didn't train enough, in your opinion. Yeah, and which is fine. But off. Luke also didn't train all no. long. Either. I didn't watch Ahsoka. I was happy Ahsoka got something. It made sense. Yeah. But from the one episode that I saw from Bingeworthy, yeah. I and you weren't here, Celeste, Crystal. Fuck. Um, um, by the way, Crystal, it was a funny episode because uh, Sean used the time of the release date of the finale to just watch the finale. He had no intention of getting it through. He just yeah. wanted to watch the finale. <laughs> I, I told her this. I was like, I, while this was happening, I messaged her. I was like, Sean picked the last episode of Ahsoka to bring. <laughs> Didn't I send you back something like, that's an interesting choice. Yes. Like that? And I'm like, guess what's <laughs> not going to be binge worthy. <laughs> um, I, like, I, I think Ahsoka's a great character. I was happy she got a show. Didn't think anything of it. Um, but I did not like that episode because from what I had gotten was like, girl power only. You, Ezra, you're a boy. Gotta go. You just I... gotta get out of here. That's how I got that. <laughs> I have several criticisms for the Ahsoka show. Mm-hmm. Writing-wise, I will reserve. Um, costume designers. I understand Thrawn's supposed to be like 70, which, mild spoilers, <laughs> Thrawn's in it. Surprise, surprise. The trailer showed you that. Um, his actor is not that wide. What happened? <laughs> Those uniforms are not, uh, they're not, a uh, flattering, <laughs> flattering, not <laughs> in the least, least, but like it made him look like three to four sizes, at least bigger than he is. That is very true. Um, um, and I love, uh, the Milkinson family. Both of them who act are incredible. They, well, they, did they also rush with Ahsoka just like they rushed with the Marvel TV shows? Um, I think they actually gave them the time. I think oh. ever since, well, well I mean, I've, again, Ahsoka's the first project. <laughs> um, Ahsoka's the first project under the kind of new leadership of, of, um, 
Filoni, where Kathleen Kennedy is kind of step stepping back uh, because she fucking has to because she's losing she Disney. She's hemorrhaging she needs to money. Be deleted. I know. She's. I blame. I her don't for even most watch Star shit. Wars. I'm just like, get her out of here. <laughs> she should not be EP anymore. She should not be creative uh, in in charge of anything creative. She was a good executive producer a long time ago, and I, I don't know. But that's just my opinion. Um, and I'm going to be censored for it because apparently, like, within Disney, anything, anyone who says anything bad about Kathleen Kennedy, she gets, like, a vendetta against them until they're canceled. It's insane. But that's another story. Well, actually, it's related because it's toxic. Anywho. Mm. Sorry, Crystal. Please continue. That, no. That, 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 mo- most of my gripes with the Star Wars fandom are that they are notoriously misogynistic. Um, yeah. And... That they they pick their half of the original six, let's call them, that they want to be overly dedicated to, and go to war with the other side about. I I, I don't understand um, because some of the most badass fucking Jedi are women. Like I, I don't get it. I it one it it already shocks me that George Lucas stumbled into creating this universe all things considered i know i know um but yeah like it fucking shock t rules i um, love shock t uh ahsoka in her own right even though she technically never was granted oh, yeah. the, the jedi master rank whatever of course <laughs> um what's uh the the blue twi'lek oh my god uh her name starts with an a i know uh, something. That's gonna bother me for the rest of the fucking night. Um, but she she was amazing. Like fucking Yaddle? Sakura. <laughs> Alaya Sakura. A lot yes. Like the the fact that they were amazing, they were varied. Like whereas Isla was more form-fitting clothes for a lot of the outfits that we see her in. Granted, I, my, from my memory, we see her a lot more in the comics than anything else. Yes. Um, but, like, you had her in more, like, form-fitting clothes, which arguably made sense for the fighting style that gets, that she uses depicted in the comics. Sure. Um, and then you have Shakti and Yaddle in the more classic jedi robes with the flowing look that they're you know crafted for and then ahsoka's sitting there kind of in in like an in-between spot for a lot of her years using a lightsaber like (laughs) also even then like their fighting styles being so vastly different yeah it's great I want to point out one thing, though, that now is my favorite, one of my favorite facts. After uh, Jedi, uh, the the show, oh, my God, like, the the sixth episode, Stories of the Jedi, Tales of the Jedi. Oh, Tales of the Jedi, yes. It is now canon that Yoda talks like that to fuck with everybody. Because Yaddle (laughs) talks normally. Yeah. yeah. Yaddle talks completely normally. We've known this since Clone Wars, let's be honest. Because Yaddle's normal. And then Yoda, Yoda's over here like, I'm going to talk in like backwards sentences <laughs> granted Grogu hasn't grown up enough we haven't that's fair seen him speak sentences 
However, considering that he's growing up around Mandalorians, his vernacular is probably going to be a lot more normal for common <laughs> than fucking Yoda ever was. That so, like, w- we're now, like, one and a half verse one for how that species talks. <laughs> Two and a half if you want to count um, the the Jedi Master of the same species from uh, Knights of the oh. Republic. Yeah, which will probably be canon soon. According, they're trying their best. Um, but we'll see. But I, I will. I, I do want to give acknowledgement to uh, Mr. Mickelson for his acting when he gave when he got the information about Ahsoka's past, because I do think that that was well done. Yeah, I agree completely. It was it was exactly what should have happened. Um, speaking of which, this is the last thing I want to talk about, and then we can kind of leave this uh, podcast. Um, do, what happened with Anakin? Do you remember, like, and I, again, I've been a fan of, like, not necessarily the, the original trilogy, but I like all Star Wars, and especially his portrayal in the Clone Wars, but, like, everyone hated Hayden Christensen. And then all of a sudden, like, he's now, like, the best thing to happen to Star Wars in 10 years. Like, I... I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying, what the fuck? I will say some of the newer fans who have joined Star Wars have a crush on him. Okay. Totally fair. They attracted to him. So they're like, yes. I don't agree with it. But I wouldn't trust having sex with Anakin Skywalker. That's the, that's the, that's well, the, I mean, there's field. that, but I also like I don't I don't think Caden Christian. He's into choking. He, he's not, he's not my type. Like it's just. That's right. I, I I don't see. I I will admit that any dude whose like main complaint on set is he wouldn't stop making lightsaber noises <laughs> during filming is is argue like that's arguably a green flag. He but loves like, Star Wars. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm not. I like the guy a lot. Did he get pulled in for a, to work on a game because of of the movements for the swords? Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff like behind the scenes with Star Wars. He still loves the character. Uh, he's good friends with the guy who does the voice actor, who's the voice actor of Anakin in Clone Wars. Like they do cons together. They're like, and he's he's all in about it and was and happy. He did to come show back. up in Mandalorian. Yep, and Ahsoka. He did. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did he die again? No. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how he could die again considering he's dead. I mean, Steve. like, was he recast as a different character? Nope. No, no. no I'm no. not gonna I'm not gonna yeah, go. It's, I'm not watching there's, a flash, there's flashbacks. <laughs> so um to his train. But Steve, you were gonna yeah. say something about the Anakin fact. Uh what was your well I just wanted to No, I, I just think people like uh they look back at what's come out and they're probably thinking they weren't so bad back then. Like, <laughs> compared to what we're going on, it's come out now. That is very fair. Um, all right. Um, anything else, you guys? We, we talked about a lot of fan bases. We talked for over two and a half hours. So I'm not going to do no after show today. I'll let you all go and, you know, catch up on everything else. But uh, anyone have any good final thoughts before we uh, adjourn on this very special episode? We'll be back to judging TV next week, I promise. Night. <laughs> wow, Steve. Way to throw people under the bus. I don't throw anybody under the bus. I'm just what I do. <laughs> Have any final thoughts st- for us? <laughs> if you go into a fandom, you better watch out. I've got a final thought. As bad as all these fandoms are, 
a lot of them are newer. So I just want to say this real quick. Fucking none of you newbies would have survived early 2010s Tumblr, and I will die on that hill. <laughs> what is? I, I heard this quote yesterday, and I liked it. Um, millennials walked on Instagram so Gen Z could uh, run on Twitter. It's funny that you bring up that quote because that's from one of your least favorite comments. Uh, comics, Matt. That is, is a okay. quote from Eliza Schlesinger. Yep, sounds about from right. one of her stand-up sets. He's like, um, you know what? I suddenly hate this. <laughs> no, I don't hate it. I, it's, it's, a, it's an insightful um, quote. I just don't like her. But she she was talking about how um, it, it, that was part of like a bit where she was talking about how Gen Z is suddenly a lot less brave when they're in the real space as opposed to behind a keyboard. Oh, 100%. I, oh, I think that popped up on my uh, For You page. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, she she did like preface the bit with like because she was like, "Are there any Gen Z in here?" And like some of them like responded from the crowd, and she went, "Ah, not so bold from behind yeah. the, the comment section." Jesus. I, like, IRL. Like, yeah, but before she like really got into the bit, she was like, "But really quick, thank you for coming." <laughs> I appreciate you. It's true. I mean, listen, you guys couldn't have survived our fandoms. Like I said, it was hard to be a Star Wars fan, a Marvel fan, and a D&D fan in the fucking 90s. Well, not only that, but um, it was hard being a Marvel fan when you're a female. Oh, my God. Sorry, sorry, you said something, so I had to, like. No, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> the, the minute you said anything that you admitted being into anything nerdy back back then. Oh yeah? Do you know? Oh, tell me what you know. Uh, the fact that the train still hasn't fucking I have anxiety, so anything I, you ask me right now, it's, I don't know. <laughs> the trivia right. fucking thing hasn't fucking stopped. But like, I don't think I, like You don't think? Gen Z can put up with a lot. I don't think they could have put up with Dashcon. Or Rise I of the Bra- or Rise of the Brave Tangled Dragons or Super Hulak. I'm sorry, I don't think that you guys could have survived it. Super Hulak. Mm-hmm. That so all right. Uh-huh. Super mm-hmm. Hulak was a Tumblr uh-huh. thing. It was okay. a crossover. Uh-huh. The Tumblr all seemed to agree was a thing that they were going to participate in. Mm-hmm. Of Supernatural, Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and Sherlock. Ooh, it's just the, a the bad BBC idea. Um, Rise of the Brave Tangled Dragons was a crossover of Rise of the Guardians, Brave, Tangled, and I think Frozen got slipped in there every once in a while. Uh, I'm oh, sorry, Lord. not Frozen. How to Train Your Dragon. One of the CGI things. Um, but DashCon was the Tumblr convention that went awful. <laughs> it, th- their ball pit was a kiddie pool filled with ball pit balls. In a Jesus. empty uh, fucking convention hall. Room. Oh yeah, I did. Okay, I watched the Internet Historian <laughs> video on this. I, this is the second time I brought them up. If you're not a subscriber, please. Internet Historian yeah. on YouTube changed my life. Yeah. Um, um anyway. So, yeah. Um Gen Z and and younger even then like 1995 millennials. The the last year of millennials or is it 96? 
I don't know. I don't know. know. <laughs> Gen Z and younger. You you put up with a lot in your fandoms, sure, and they they get bad. But you wouldn't have fucking survived early two thousands, early twenty tens fandoms. We were arguably worse. We had Yowie paddles at conventions. With mm. don't right. bring it up. They'll bring it back. Um, they'll think they started it. I will do. To 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 end on a, on a slightly well, this is actually just going to make angry, Crystal angry. Do um, it. Do it. Uh, I think we should end on something that will definitely enrage. Oh, uh, this is a clip I found that was just released today. It probably made the rounds on TikTok as well. Um, if Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia were in The Last of Us, <laughs> so please. That enjoy. honestly probably won't upset me. Besides, I have yeah. my Thane plus. Ah, a computer. I'm not sick. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Frank! You just killed a kid. Speaking of which, what the hell's everybody doing in my apartment? We have a gangbang. <laughs> Come on, boost me up. <laughs> Die, you sucker! Hey, you guys, look, I found this garden hose, right? I'm gonna use it to pump fresh air into the building and breathe into it like a scuba diver. I'm gonna fly it out. Oh, oh, botched. Oh, I botched that one. Oh, that's a botched job. Now, this man loves life. That's bleeding. I need some trash to plug up the cut. Get him! Swear to me that everything that you said about the fireflies is true. You're gonna be crybabies about it? All right, take my gun. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. The rotoscoping on that is surprisingly impressive. Listen, right? I don't even like like, like they always... cut they cut him out very well. I don't even like Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and I don't care for The Last of Us. That was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any last words, Steve, before we end this? Nah. Dirty hands, clean money to the next episode. All right, guys. Enjoy. Yeah, you ever heard that night? Oh, now you do. I love it. I love it. I Until next time. Good night, everybody.